Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the Colin Show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hello. Welcome to October. It is the month of uh, Halloween at the end of the month and... We've been in back and forth discussions about what to do for Halloween costumes. In fact, I think there was some super chatting about it on Sunday. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have any good ideas. I'm really stuck. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super happy. The only Halloween costume that we've done that I was really happy with, I guess we've only done two. What did we do last year? Last year year you did Moldy Locks and I was uh, the Bike Lock Professor. I thought that was pretty fun. That was pretty good. I did like the year that I dressed up as you and you dressed up. Yeah, that was pretty fun, too. I mean, our audience was much smaller than, I mean, I guess we could do it again, but that seems unoriginal. No, we can't do the same costume. Yeah. So so what I'm saying is... And we pulled out Kavanaugh and... Yeah, I mean, that was... I I like... I definitely want to do something where it's... uh, Like, I don't want two random things. I want things that go together, you know? Like, Kavanaugh and Ford would be an option, but it's also kind of boring. What I liked about last year was, like... That's a newsy item that fits into our theme and goes together to Antifa characters. Yeah, that was fun. I don't know. Maybe, that, maybe Kavanaugh, you could get too drunk and then I could lie about you sexually assaulting me. <laughs> ah, so we could really do the, <laughs> the role playing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think you'd have more fun dressing up as her. You could just basically wear a Garth costume, Dana Carvey Garth <laughs> yeah. costume and be her. Nothing anyway. I can do to recreate that ne- next sag though. <laughs> There's probably creative options for that too. Point is, as I'm being long-winded here, if people have good suggestions, they want to chime in tonight, either through the calls or through Super Chat or or whatever else, open to suggestions about Halloween costumes for the end of the month. But this is the call-in show, as you heard. If you're new to the show, there is a link in the description uh, to the Discord server on which we host the show. You can hop in there, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-serve basis. Patrons get priority, but these days we are mixing in non-patron callers every three or four or five so uh, if you're a non-patron who wants to get in hop in there we might get to you as well take calls for 90 minutes and then we move on to our uh, emails and our video submissions so if you want to contribute to the show but you can't do it live you can send us an email that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com or you can record a brief video or audio message uploaded unlisted to youtube keep it to a minute or less and we will uh we'll play the audio and respond to it on the show we got one of those tonight We'll take uh, super chats every uh, every half hour is the rule we're going with. So, uh, without further ado, let's see who's ready to uh, who's ready to go. Who dangerous spaces jumped the gun? So that means Big Red Doggy gets in first. A Nazi. It's, it's one minute early, but uh, Big Red Doggy I don't see you in the waiting room. So hop in one of the waiting rooms if you want to get in. Then Dangerous Spaces with the rebound. So actually, Dangerous Spaces does get first. Hey there. He's got his mic muted. We'll give him a minute. There you go. Sorry, did you actually bring me? Um, yeah, no, because you, you were your second on the list, even though you were you jumped the gun a little bit. Well, the, no, nah, that's the thing, because I put time 
a time check just to see what the time was going to show up as. Hmm. And then I did roll call, but it didn't actually do its second timestamp. Well, you're good to go, whatever, anyway, whatever the circumstances. Yeah, that's irrelevant. Let's move on. Um, and now I've forgotten what I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah, I was going to... I know you guys are probably sick of it, but um, I was working last week. I didn't get to talk to you. And I don't think the actual thing had happened yet by that stage. So I probably want to talk about Kavanaugh first up. Oh, sure. I will talk about this all day. I uh, still can. As much as we've talked Kavanaugh, I, I can, can still talk, talk, I can about, talk about, this. about it so much. Yeah. 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 I, look, first and foremost, I just, I think I have to point out to people, if you're going back to high school to try and show how bad someone is, that's probably a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and for somebody to be so bad in high school that, that it permeates the rest of their life, they basically would have had to murder somebody. Like, I, I just think that kids do bad stuff and almost everybody grows out of it by the time they're about 25 and belligerent drunkenness is virtually universal at this point in time. So I'm like, I just can't, even if this shit's true, minus the gang banging, which is clearly not true. I'm kind of like, I don't give a shit. I don't care about any of this. And I, it's totally not true anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an allegation that sh like surely even people that believe the original ones have got to be looking at and just going. No, that seems kind of a bit over the top. Did you watch her NBC interview? Was it NBC? You talking about uh, Swetnick? Yeah. Yeah, it was too. Yeah, awful. Dangerous Faces. Seen... Did you watch it? Oh God, you got to see it. Skag, will you I've, give I've him the TLDR? It. Um, it's uh, it, it's um, it's just full of. I guess the TLDR is at least on two occasions that I can see. Maybe more. Maybe I miss some stuff. But she's inconsistent or or even contradicts her sworn statement. The I don't interviewer know how... like wants to bail. She's like, "Did you see Kavanaugh doing this?" And she's like, "Well, I saw him standing by the punch bowl." Like the she thing that pissed me off is she's like, "If he did this to me, he shouldn't be in the Supreme Court." What do you, bitch? What do you mean? If he did yeah. this to you, are you accusing him of this or not? Yeah. Jeez. We have but, hijacked well, your call. I'm sorry, dude. I, okay, but the stupider thing than that, look, if this was a live interview, it's a bit different. It was a pre-recorded interview. If you're sitting there going, well, oh, this is really not going well, why would you air it? Yeah, I, I, well, sorry, and no, I also sorry, think no, they're... Sorry, getting high-pitched and squealing. Yeah. They hyped No, it, I think there's why. ethical considerations on the airing of it, too. They acknowledge it multiple times. This looks bunk. This looks like nonsense. Right. She's contradicting herself. Well... Yeah. Maybe not air life ruining allegations against a person. Then and I, I think it's, I think there's some ethical of questions. Friends, one of which is deceased, the other one doesn't know who she is. Talk Two to my friend Joe. Yeah, Joe died in 1996. Oh well, he could have told you. Okay, Jesus. and totally unrelated. Did you see what? I don't know what the channel was. What um, oh Lindsey Graham said in terms of I'm going to work <laughs> yeah. with Trump to make America a better place, and if you don't like it, I don't give a shit. I don't give yeah, a shit. It was CNN. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what um, happened, but I love Lindsey Graham now. What world is maybe, this? Maybe there's some truth that he's auditioning for AG or something. I don't care what it is. I like it. I like it. Carry yeah. on, sir. Coming out soon. Anyway, anyway, you got any sorry, final I'm, thoughts? I'm, well, yeah. Sorry, this has been a long call, so I'll leave you guys to it. But um, yeah, no worries. Thanks for the... Yeah, have a good week. Thanks for another great call and show. Thanks, man. See ya. You know, I have a blister on my hands from working with my hands. Isn't that crazy? I, if that's what you are you commenting on my blister on my hands? No, I have from kayaking one. from like building stuff. Can can you believe it? Oh, well, okay. So we just. I, 
you're saying it's unbelievable. Sorry, sorry, I'm clomping all over Josh, but you're saying it's unbelievable because you actually did physical labor. That's yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just looking at it like, what? I'm so proud. Oh. What's up, Josh? Oh, not much. Not much. Uh, first thing, uh, as far as costumes, uh, you could go Stormy Daniels Avenatti. Mm. That's, a, that's a suggestion. Yeah. That's yeah. Some thought territory, though. I'm going to get some shit for MGTOWs. <laughs> Who cares? That's an option, though. I like the thinking because ideally that's what I would like to have is like some sort of news or political pairing. That would be now, great. You turn yourself into an Italian blockhead. <laughs> yeah, well, we could try. Mm. Okay. So I, I, I've been seeing something pop up. So obviously uh, November's coming in and I've been seeing some stuff uh, pop up. Mainly this thing that's been grabbing my attention has been State Question 794 here in Oklahoma. And state question is that like a is that one of those like an initiative or something a direct uh, direct voting type it's law an thing amendment. okay it's marcy's law crime and this is already enabled in montana okay i'm not familiar with it okay so uh the ballot title uh basically these these are the five things and tell me if you can spot the one bad thing okay expanding the court proceedings at which victims have the right to be heard adding a right to reasonable protection, adding a right to proceedings free from unreasonable delay, adding a right to talk with the prosecutor, and allowing victims to refuse interview requests from the defendant without a subpoena. One of those was kind of ambiguous to me. Mm-hmm. Well, some of those were the, the reasonable time frame. People are already yeah. Uh, protected. Yeah, exactly. The is that the that, problematic one or the last the one, one? It's not a problematic The last one, one is actually kind of, it, it, it's getting close there to doing the whole Sixth Amendment thing. Right to face your accuser. Okay. So, okay. Without a subpoena. Mm, I think you have the right to face your accuser without a subpoena. I don't know. So how would this, how would this change things? This is a state law. What state did you say? Oklahoma. This uh-huh. is a uh, state question. It's already been approved in a couple places, obviously with caveats and everything else. It's, uh, let me see. It's been approved in California in 08. Yeah, I'm looking through the Wikipedia in, uh, here. Illinois. Uh, Efforts to pass similar laws in Montana, but it doesn't look like it's existing law. Yeah, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, um, as well as now Oklahoma. So they're really uh, pushing for it. Hmm. So I, I just thought it was very interesting that this state questions coming up, especially with all the proceedings and everything that's been coming up. Are leftists as, behind this? Um, it is Broadcom, uh, co-founder of Broadcom Corp, Henry hmm. Nicholas. Uh, he provided financial backing for all the initiatives. It's basically a law is named after his sister, Marcy Nicholas, who was murdered in 1983. Hmm. Um, basically, I think what ended up happening is after the trial, um, they ended up not being able to convict him or something. And the mother and his sister, his other sister, ended up running into the killer at a grocery store or something along those lines. So, Jeez. Yeah. Well, I wish we know knew more about it. We yeah, there, I'm trying to dig more into it, but that number five, I don't know why it just it's sticking in my brain and it's just kind of irking me. 
Let us know if it goes through. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely uh, be looking at it more and deciding my vote on it. So. Interesting. All right, man. All right. Have a good night. You too. See ya. Bye. Josh and Jess are up next. Hey, guys. Hey! What's, what's going on? How are you guys? That was very enthusiastic. Good to see you, too. Or good to hear from you. <laughs> well, we, we, for, I was, it felt like I thought I had been skipped and I was trying to figure out what was going on there. Um, uh, maybe sometimes because everybody's typing the, you know, the same thing in at the same time, the order in oh, which the server sends it back to me part. can be slightly different than okay. what you see. Yeah. All right. Well then, then that explains it. We're talking uh, about like milliseconds, you know, like yeah, milliseconds yeah, differences true. in people's internet connections. Yeah, that that's true. So I was going to talk to you about the Kavanaugh as as well and the Julie Swetnick claims. I mean, they mm. fell apart so hard so during the end. So quickly. I was embarrassed, but I was happy it happened, the, the interview, because I was like, wow, this could not be less credible. I, uh, if, I'll, I'll be real quick because I don't want to clomp on your guys' call, but if, if Avenatti is a serious candidate, as some have speculated that he is, I think this was probably the worst move he could have made politically. That is... Like Julie Swetnick to me is a career ender. Yeah. I just yeah. reference her. Yeah. If Stormy well, Daniels is bad enough. But anyway, what he would be a serious candidate. I mean, he's just they call him the porn star lawyer, for Christ's yeah. sake. The, the like, creepy porn creepy lawyer. Creepy porn lawyer. Yeah. Run on. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye's Thank you, Tucker. Than him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heaven help us. But... Really bad track record. I don't know if you saw one of his recent interviews, his only interview with Tucker Carlson, but it was just mortifying. Like he, he just tried to spin everything and he was defensive and aggressive. It, it was just like, nobody's going to take this guy seriously. I actually have a hard time listening to like any of those. And it's not, they're it's so just, conf- confrontational. They just end up like a, a shouting match of everybody cutting each other off. And it's yeah. like never productive. Yeah, yeah. News, news interviews are garbage. I, I much prefer Crowder's change my mind. Oh, I heard the last so one was watch. really good. I guess I got to check. Oh my this god, out. It was, I watched it today. It was so hard to watch. There's one chick there where I was like, I, I want somebody to come up hmm. to you and kill you right now. Mm. Yeah, then I'll probably one. enjoy it. That's that's right it's up my just, alley. If it's these that college kids, yeah. it's like, oh my god. And then this one kid comes on who's like clearly taking this stance so the girls bang him. And it's just like you people don't know anything. You don't know anything. I can't. You I guys, can't yeah. watch it in your mind. Did you guys hear about the the fourth Kavanaugh accuser? The boat guy? Uh, no, I, well, there was about... that. Well, but there's like so, an anonymous uh, rape accuser, Jane Doe. No, I haven't heard forget, about it. I forget but which sure senator put this forward. If details come out, it'll be debunked. <laughs> there was this, some senator put this forward in the last few days. Like, I was, I'm anonymous and I was raped by Brett Kavanaugh. Come find me if you can. We need an infinite FBI investigation, basically. It was, it was an anonymous rape allegation in a letter. So you know yeah. it's legit. Yeah, because that's credible. Hmm. But all right, well, we I just feel so terrible for his wife. Oh, I know. And, oh, God. Yeah, and it's it's amazing how if you, you go into leftist spheres on the internet, as I like to do. I like to dabble in these comment sections, and these people are ripping her apart. I saw a guy like again. This is just it's it's, it's anecdotal. It's just randos on the internet, but people saying things like. When is she going to wise up and tell him that she's had enough of his mistress habit? And it's like, what, what the fuck? What the heck? Mistress yeah. habit? How is that even part of the allegations? Yeah. 
Where did that come from? Before they got married. But we're going to let you go because mm. we are past our two minutes. So. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great night. It, it's the whole thing is amazing. They just keep piling on these loosely related, not, but not, like none of them are substantiated type allegations. And so it goes and you can see the goalpost shifting now that the FBI report's going to come out. They don't care about uh, the Blassey Ford accusation anymore. Now it's he drank a lot in high school and he lied about it. He was. Well, yeah, forthright. that's how you know the accusation doesn't have any credibility because they're yeah. just trying, they, they just tried to get him to perjure himself and then focused on that. It's like the, the Russia collusion. And the Mueller investigation. Yeah, the parallels. Yeah, the parallels between that, uh, the two cases are really strong to me in terms of the strategy. The Trump rally was so perfect because now it's just wall-to-wall coverage <laughs> on leftist yeah. media of him being of mocking, mocking uh, Ford, and he's totally right. Yeah, they're mad at him for like the emotional insensitivity, <laughs> but somebody needs to explain. Okay, but what in his little bit there of saying? How did you get here? I don't remember. When was it? I don't remember. Why were you there? I don't remember. Well, those are all factually true. Right, That's right. factually part of her what testimony. What street was it on? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll great. talk more about that on Sunday. Definitely have to play that clip on Sunday. Good stuff. Mafia Guido. Hello, hello. What's Hi. on your mind? Uh, well, I was going to talk about the Kavanaugh stuff, but I'll let other people talk about that because I have a story about something that happened about an hour ago. Okay. Oh, really? I almost got into a fight in an Ikea parking lot. God. Over what? Well, I uh, had a uh, I had a, I have to get a, a new a floor lamp for where I for where I stream because I got a green screen and it's too dark. Hmm. So I go and I'm already in a bad mood because I had to wait in line 20 minutes holding this 30 pound box because I am a too dumb to get a cart and b hmm. too stupid to realize there are handles on the side of the box. Okay. So <laughs> I'm walking out to my car and there's a big uh, like I think I think it was an F-150 parked on my uh, right side. And an empty space on the driver's side. So I'm like, okay, I'll go put it in there. Well, there's some dumbass dude with like seven boxes on a flatbed cart they have at Ikea parked in the middle of the empty space and it's blocking my door. So I wait and he looks at me and goes like, oh, what are you waiting for? I'm like, to get in my car. He goes, oh, you can wait your turn. What? I'm like, what? I'm like, there's no turn with my car. I get in my car. You yeah. move the cart. I'm like 20 seconds. Boxes in my car. I'm driving away. Mm -hmm. He goes, no, I'm loading up my van. Uh, so I was about ready to throw down and push his cart out of the way. I'm like, no, I'm getting in my car. Yeah. Luckily, his wife showed up with the kid, with their kid from the babysitter they have at Ikea's and had a brain and moved to the flatbed. Okay. Don't you know that 90% of fights happen in an Ikea parking lot? Huh. People hate Ikea. Everybody's angry when they leave. They got a bunch of furniture that they're going to have to build. It's going to fall apart it's two gonna weeks fall later. Apart. It's going to fall on their top. Got to do the whole thing yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Ikea. Yeah, so right. just, but there was, was no, but there ended movie. up being no confrontation beyond that. No, but it, I was about ready to throw down. Like, I had a 30-pound box that wanted to meet his head. Wow. It was the box throwable? <laughs> the box was usable as a weapon then. Couldn't have been that big. Oh, I could swing it over my head easily. Yeah, yeah, but we're not talking, like, gigantic box. No, no, it was probably maybe... Four, not even four feet, probably three feet at most. Hmm. And then like a f foot and a half wide. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Get out of here. You have any final thoughts? Um, yeah, speaking of fights, you heard you saw uh, someone uh, in, uh, I think it was Toronto, roundhouse kick someone for being uh, pro-life. Yeah. 
I'm definitely going to play that clip what? on Sunday or possibly this? do a, a, my own video on it later this week. Yeah, it was uh, it was some kind. I don't know what the context was. Do you know what the gathering was? Why those people it, were there? It was I think it was like a pro-abortion and the, the person recording was pro-life. Yeah, basically a confrontation with like the most stereotypical, like, you know, mermaid hair, soy boy guy <laughs> debating with a, a chicken, debating abortion with a chick with a phone in her hand. And she's pro-life and he's pro-choice. And he asks her something to the effect of if a woman was raped, should she carry the child? And her answer is like, well, it's not the child's fault. So I guess, yes, basically. And he straight like Chuck Norris style roundhouse kicks her phone out of her hand. You can watch this happen. Oh my it's, god! Yeah, yeah. If it, I th- from the video, it looks like he missed the phone and caught her. And his defense was, "I meant yeah. to kick your phone." Also, yeah, I mean, he definitely hit her. He definitely hit her. There's no doubt. Oh my god! Does my the phone actually leave her hands, or does it stay in her hands? I can't tell because you could tell it hit person. Yeah. From the sound the foot makes, I played enough soccer. I don't know what a boot to his skin looks sounds like. Yeah. And, uh, douche. I hope somebody kicked she, his ass. Well, he's been identified now. The phone dropped out, but she was she definitely hit the ground. Hmm. And there was a search on the internet like today, or I don't know. I saw a lot of people tweeting about it today to find out who this guy was, Eric Clanton style, like the bike lock professor. And he's been identified now that I saw. So I assume some kind of charges will be filed, but we'll see oh, what probably happens. Probably not. You, you, say you, you heard the video thing. Call the police. Someone. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> All right. All right we'll yeah, we'll talk about it more later in the week for sure. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. Have a good night, guys. I didn't even hear about that. Um, real, real quick. So I'm going to try to be real quick with the story because there's a story I wanted to share with you. Speaking of like fights, not a fight, but uh, remember how I told you like a der- I had an der- encounter with a deranged leftist in my neighborhood? You did, and then you didn't really follow up on it. Yeah, I told you to ask me about it later, and then I forgot. So I'm just going to tell it real quick live here. Appreciate everybody's patience, but I wanted to tell Blonde about this. So my, where I live is like, you know, in a, like a housing subdivision. I got all my neighbors and stuff. And the mailbox is like a physical mailbox with a bunch of little boxes on it. You know, I don't have my own individual one. It's like a neighborhood mailbox, you know, with a million different, different boxes. So I got to drive my car down there and I'm getting the mail on Friday. Yeah. And I never block the mailbox with my car in case somebody else is coming to get their mail. So I park next to it, probably 10, 10 yards away. And I'm, and it's near like a four-way intersection, this mailbox is. And there's some other car parked across the intersection at the stop sign, just like hanging out. But it's not parked. Like she's driving. She's just stopped there. Okay. And it's I, an old you know, bitch, right? She's probably like middle-aged, like 40 years old. And I start getting my mail. And there's, there's a bunch of stuff in the mail that I've been waiting for. And I, I don't get my mail every day. So there's kind of a backup. There's a lot of mail in there. Start going through my mail. I got a couple boxes I want to open up. And I, and I'm getting my mail and I, you know, I go to my car to start putting it in there and she's still there, just stopped at the sign. What the hell, what's, what's this bitch doing? And I start opening my mail. She honks at me. And you're not in front of the mailbox. No. And I said, I kind of squinted at her and I'm like, what, what do you want? And she's like pointing at the mailbox all aggressively. And I go, I'm, I'm surrounded what? by empty space. Like there's nothing but empty street side to park on. And then she drives across the intersection, drives nose to nose with my car and parks like a foot in front of my car on a completely empty street. All the while I'm watching her do this, like, what the hell? Because now I got to back up my car to like get around her. She gets out of her car and, I'm ask- and I ask her, what, what are you doing, lady? And she goes, 
ah, I guess I guess I'm just flustered and being aggressive because I'm because I'm listening to the hearing. And she goes, <laughs> and, and so apparently she was listening to the Jeff Flake hearing on Friday, the hearing about Kavanaugh, the the vote, the ca- uh, the the Kavanaugh vote on Friday morning. And she's all aggressive with me. And then I got to back up my car and drive around her. And I t- and I tell her as she's leaving, I'm like, that was that was very rude. That was yeah. incredibly rude of you. She's well, just was this she like, like sorry? she never she never apologized, never said anything. She was just bizarrely aggressive with me, honking at she's me to like, move. This guy has white male privilege on a completely empty like street. On a completely empty street, and then she tries to like pin my car almost. Oh my god! You know, like she didn't touch my car. Good thing she didn't touch any of my stuff. She didn't touch me. But she's clearly being weirdly aggressive because she's listening in the car to like these senators voting on Kavanaugh and she sees that he's going to get through committee and she's getting and all pissed off. And then she looked off. at you and she's like, this white man opening his misogynistic yeah. mail. Which is very disheartening because I joke about having my wilderness bunker far away from these leftists. No, apparently not. But this lady had a very distinctly, she was driving a brown Volvo. So, you know, presumably a lesbian. But, yeah, but what, what are you doing in Montana? <laughs> um, but she had some kind of business marking on the side of the car. So if I see it again, I should have noted what mailbox she was opening. Because I want to know which house this crazy lady lives in. But I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't observe that. So anyway, appreciate everybody's patience. I just wanted to tell Blonde that story. And I How hope everyone. fucking weird. Yeah, it was totally bizarre. I wish I had my phone recording or something. But, uh, but you know, what a weird, what a weird thing to have happen. Uh, that dead eye guy. I'm just, I guess I'm just flustered because I'm listening to the hearing. That's not my problem, okay. bitch. Yeah. Well, don't be rude. I'm your neighbor. So, you know, yeah. let's be cool. Uh, dead eye guy, you're good to go. Hey, what's going on guys? Hey. So I'll do a little bit of football, but then I got some political stuff too. So we'll mix okay. it up. Okay. It better be fast. <laughs> was that? All right. I was at the Rams game. Uh, yes. That was a, a nice, nice wave of emotion watching that shit show. Nobody expected that to be a shootout going into that uh, into that stadium. Yeah, I mean, of the Vikings, well, I guess the only two of, of the Vikings disappointments so far. That was the least. I didn't expect them to win that game, and you know what? They were competitive, even though the defense got trashed. The defense was not there. I don't. Like, I was just watching these bombs fly down the field. I was like, wait a minute, dude. This isn't. This is some other team. What, what is yeah. happening here? Well, Zimmer got out schemed. I mean, if if Anthony Barr is covering Cooper Cup, right, Blonde? If Anthony Barr is covering Cooper <laughs> Cup, you've done something wrong. Yeah, there was a good analysis Zimmer. on the uh, on the Viking subreddit. Somebody wrote up play by play that basically kind of laid out why what happened the past two games. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, anyway. All right. Send that. My, I might like to read it. Send it my way. I'll check it out. We'll do. And on the other side, uh, from the gaming yes. sphere, with with current events, Mark Judge, who I'm sure you are aware of. Wrote yes. a Gamergate article back oh. in 2015. Uh-oh. Oh, really? They're going to go after him for this. He's actually got an article talking about Gamergate and Anita Sarkeesian, the whole bit. And I assume he's <laughs> not a fan. That would that this with fucking that... timeline? No, he's completely a fan. Oh, he's defending Sarkeesian? No, 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 no. He's yeah, he's not a fan of Sarkeesian. I thought you meant Gamergate. No, no, no. He goes, ah. he goes after Sarkeesian. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, uh, it's a one big circle. You got from that to, to Trump's election to what's happening now. It's just what is it's this real world? Weird. It's real weird, man. Like the last the last paragraph right here. I'll read it to you. This is his words. This is the Mark Judge that was supposedly in the room with when all this shit was going down with Kavanaugh and Ford. 
quote, social justice warriors like Sarkeesian usually win by following a pattern, raise an issue, shame critics by appealing to emotion, bully, express a lot of rage and personal hurt, guilt yeah. opponents into acquiescence, then move on to the next target. It's like, what? He, what? he sees it clearly, and now he's the victim of it, tangentially. Yeah. I just, it's, it's amazing to me yeah. that this stuff is just all... It's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> God, I can't wait till this. Well, first off, we're not going to get to see the FBI report, probably. It sounds like we won't be able to see the whole thing, at least. But I can't wait till this comes out and the FBI is like, yeah, uh, happened a long Nothing. time ago. No way to verify this. Can't do anything about it. Sorry. Not Here good enough. Go. And we're done. Yeah. This was a waste of time, but thank you for the money and our government pensions and all of that. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. And yeah, are you going to uh, take a look at that uh, the article I sent over about that GOP office getting like vandalized? Oh, or I heard about that. Week? So yeah, the, did you, wh- where did that happen? Did you uh, see this Illinois somewhere. It might've been Chicago. Uh, someplace, uh, some local GOP office was vandalized with people spray painting rape and stuff all over it. It's really going to change minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. I, I walked by and I said, totally "Wait a minute! They stand for rape." I'm registering no to my party registration. Yeah. Sandra, did you see this? this? What an outrage! All right, any any uh, final thoughts? Uh, nope, I think that's it. Let's hope they can pull their heads out of their asses against uh, Philadelphia on Sunday. I, I think they can win that game. I don't know if I'm predicting that they will, but I think they can. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I'll be in New Orleans next week. I'll try to catch the show. Oh, but cool. I gotta, I got a business conference down south, so. Well, lucky you. Yeah, eating Creole and dealing with humidity, which I'm not used to being mm. a, a resident of Cali. Yeah. All right, I man. I guess. Have a good one. Uh, you ready for a super chat break? Uh, I guess so. Let me reload this real quick. And by real quick, I mean pretty slow. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Madick, spelled <laughs> D-I-Q, by the wow. way. Uh, is Dick I'm... censored on in Super Chat? That's a name. You can't censor that. That's pretty funny, though. I like it. it it's almost as good as, uh, what was it? Brett's beer. Oh, I can't oh, damn, we should have remembered it. Yeah, it was a Brett Kavanaugh beer reference. I'm seeing some of Ford's classmates come forward and say she was a big time party girl in college. What is it with the thoughts remorse in the Me Too movement? The thoughts um, remorse. I don't know, man. I think that part of it, like I mentioned this on Sunday's show, but like, Kavanaugh's wife is way hotter than all these crazy eyed, saggy necked hags that are coming out talking about this. I mean, that's got to have something to do with it. And he was kind of a Chad in high school, right? So maybe they like tried to bone him and he was like, nah, I only bone blonde cheerleaders. I think on, uh, I think on Sunday, Jay Fry sent me, did you see the picture of, uh, of, uh, Blassie Ford in high school? Yeah, Jay she Fry was that also a dog back then, too. <laughs> it was like, uh, okay, he's exonerated. There's no possible way that there was yeah, an attempted yeah. rape here. I mean, let's and, just be honest, folks. And that sweatballs bitch, too, also ugly back in the day. So mm. I don't really know what they're going for. And Kavanaugh's wife is like still keeping it tight. She's still pretty hot. Um, Stedman Wells, I figured out how you could get that sweet hit piece, get into World War II reenactment. You know mm. they won't be able to resist with a photo of a Republican in a reenactment Nazi uniform. You're welcome. I don't think he wants it that bad. We could do it for Halloween. Yeah, we could just go Hitler and Ava. We could just go all out. Um, I would do that. Don't tempt me. Mm. My husband would be really pissed, though, so maybe not. Mm. He's thinking mm. about it, guys. Doug E., the left likes to point out the Kavanaugh lied under oath about the meaning of Devil's Triangle and boofed. Check Urban Dictionary. Your thoughts? Um, 
you know, if I'm being totally honest, I think it's possible that he lied, but he, they're also trying to crucify him. So I don't give a shit. Don't care. They were trying to make him perjure himself. Like lie away. I don't care. Uh, I don't know that I can get on board with that because it Come is under oath and under oath has to mean something, but thing, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure that that did mean farting, right? But here's the thing. I can't go to urban dictionary and be like, it's different. I mean, urban dictionary is a modern creation. I, I can't, yeah, I'm not going to tell, I guess I'm just uncomfortable with telling him you were lying about what like an inside word meant to your friends in the eighties. I just don't care. I I've, guess I've I find it irrelevant, but triangle. I've never heard that before in my life. But here's the thing, like I, if, if whether perjury matters or not, even on small issues, like I am of the opinion that I think it does matter for Ford. I think it does matter for Swetnick. Uh, I do think that if they have been inconsistent and contradictory with some of the things that they've said, and we can demonstrate these are false accusations, I, I would be in favor of them facing some kind of penalty for what they've done. So I kind of yeah. have to be consistent on that end. Yeah, but I don't care about a philosophical consistency. Mm. So uh, he can lie and they can't. Here's the thing, though. There, there is a way to demonstrate some of their lies. Like Christine Blasey yeah. Force, Prospective Live, did she ever coach someone to take a, a polygraph? May have been a lie, according to her ex-boyfriend. If you can, There's a way to prove that. There's not really a way to prove, like, what did this word mean to your friends in the yeah. 80s? You can't yeah. demonstrate that. Um, Big LC says, Match addresses Ben Shapiro and do Halloween's entire show with his Shapiro impression. And I could go as Michelle oh, Fields and then you yeah, could you... kiss my ass the whole time. How about Shapiro that? and Fields is, uh, that's a dark horse. That's a, that's a prospect right there. But do I, hmm. What am I, I mean, supposed to do though? I don't know anything about Michelle Fields. Outside. Here's, here's your, here's your costume. Just, you know, take some purple paint and put a bruise <laughs> right there on your arm, put on a red wig or dye your hair yeah. red. And uh, yeah, and that's it. Is she, I don't think she's ginger. Well, she has, I don't know if she dyes it or not, but she has that like auburn red hair. I don't know. I'm going to take a pass on this one. Uh, okay. John Dan, I really appreciate the calm and cool demeanor with which you discuss your topic. I assume you're talking about Matt. You hmm. have a few humorful jabs as well, but nothing ever too cruel or vile like I've seen from others. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you. Very kind. Definitely video. Thank you, John. The Might have been talking about you. Who brand. knows? at the very liberal public middle school 50 percent urban hispanic where i teach one of my mexican students told me he wanted to write about how the wage gap doesn't exist and yeah. mentioned he was pro-life there's so much hope for generation c Wait, that is good awesome. actually my reaction was wrong believing the wage gap is not a product of discrimination being pro-life yeah good for him good for him yeah. man i hope gen z pulls through because we're screwed otherwise Philoso Me says, being a man in this Me Too era seems to be getting progressively worse as time goes on. What happened with Kavanaugh is indicative of a wider cultural issue that's taking place. Scary times indeed. Yes. Yeah. Poor kids that have to date. Thank God I've gotten that squared away. And I don't know what I would tell um, like a teenage or young adult son in this type of context. I'd be like, never get drunk. And don't have sex until you're married. Listen, son, you gotta go full pence. All right, you're gonna have to get married at twenty and never pence. be gonna. You're never gonna be in a room with a chick alone. Yeah. You just can't. I, yeah. I mean, but even that wouldn't have protected Kavanaugh. Um. Well, yeah, maybe because we don't even have anybody to corroborate that he was in the rooms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Quantum football isn't suggesting that someone with the last name of Kavanaugh not being able to hold his beer racist against the Irish. <laughs> is it an irish name i didn't even know that i don't know 
Uh, Travis Vice, CSI should check the crime scene. Oh, can't remember where. Check the parties on that date. Oh, she can't remember when. Ask the witnesses. Oh, Congress did and none corroborated. Don't worry. FBI's got this. Yeah, for sure. The only thing that makes me feel better about the FBI investigation is they can't find any new information because it incriminates them because they've already done six background checks on him. It just makes them look incompetent. That's true. If they suddenly came up with a bunch of information that would be the automatic question is right how is this missed yeah previously yeah. miles kinzo hey guys can't help but wonder if the men in this country are thinking all this for vagina soon me too will become bang me too bring on the alternatives <laughs> yeah really this is yeah. making me really sympathetic to the sex robots argument yeah uh or yeah or you know like migtow in general you know yeah um Although yeah, I I just I, I we we could talk it to death. We talked about it before. I think broken gender relations are foundational in a lot of our cultural problems and a oh, lot yeah. of unhappiness. Like you fix gender relations, you got a lot happier people and a lot more productive society. Yep, totally. Mm. White guilty. If we win the midterm election and when Trump wins the second term, I think that will be when the violence starts. All this talk of confronting people is only setting terms of engagement for war. They are testing the water. I mean. They're stupid if they think that that they're going to win. It's just this blue wave. We've just thrown water all over it. It's not going to happen because they the just polls, energized the base. The polls are looking pretty good for Republican enthusiasm right now. And I can yeah. tell you for sure that this is, as somebody who wasn't fully on board with the Republican Senate candidate here, my vote will be no Democrats in Congress. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who else it is. People, no Democrats in Congress. Uh, John Dent, have you noticed that in many way or in many shows and in plenty of commercials, the man has been shown to be a ridiculous idiot in about everything he does, if not watch some commercials and keep a lookout? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, He talks about this all the time. But every commercial I see, it's like some woman and some strong woman and her bumbling idiot husband. It's like, let's go back to the 50s where all the adverts are like hot tall men spanking their wives for making coffee that are that's too strong Have you and even john ham isn't a john ham anymore like remember that stupid ad we saw from him about oh what a correcting pussy, right? white whiteness or Just whatever whiteness himself. disease oh, yeah so white. it's like you got john ham now what's the point yeah. civil war says um i'm in poli communications class at jbu a private christian college and i need help they all believe including the professor that redemption is not possible what is happening? Redemption to meaning what? Redemption for whom? Uh, it just, it sounds like in general. They all, redemption. Re, re, believing in redemption is like a tenet to Christianity. Oh, oh, a re- redemption just in general, like I've done something wrong and should I be like, should yeah. I be able to recover and be, you know, be welcomed back into society? That yeah. kind of general concept. Yeah. Of course. I think, I think my, between the two of us, probably my, tolerance for redemption is probably a little bit higher than yours maybe but no mine's very very high i've made hmm. horrible mistakes in my life um and when people like cameron cassie's a, a good example it's like yeah it's a good test just seeing him kind of come around even though he still sounds like a retard it uh, i'm like all right if you want to to change your perception and be like listen i i was wrong about this i made a, a serious error of judgment i'm like cool yeah and I- when you continue to violate that when i'm like all right go fuck yourself yeah, and I think it's crucial to maintain that too, especially as somebody who formerly thought I was of their perspective. I yeah. know how much changing my mind and reforming the way I think has been important to me. And anybody who does that, I want to be welcoming. And uh, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it, it's so it's so it, the whole 
as my perspective has changed over the years, it's so interesting to me that the allegedly intolerant, bigoted right wingers have been the ones who have actually been most tolerant of especially my former views that are not at all aligned with them. And now yeah. it's changed over time. And it's a little bit more, but yeah, and in terms of yeah. making mistakes in your life, some of the most successful people um, have done very bad things and then it's, it's made them correct course. Yeah. I mean, they, to the, to the chatter's point, they just want these people to go away forever. It's like the debate around is should Louis CK be allowed to do comedy sets anymore? It's like, of course. I don't First even. Off, what I he did even isn't even that bad. Wrong, you know. He did something gross. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's but weird. I don't think he. I really don't think he victimized anybody. It's just weird. He's like, can I just jerk off in front of you? Yeah. Weird. Uh, Charles McCollum, first-time responder, uh, heard great analogy about the Kavanaugh hearing. How can you tell if someone is a witch if they float, they are a witch. If they drown, they're innocent. Sounds yeah. so familiar. Yeah. If he's angry, it's because he's unfit for the court. If he doesn't, yeah. if, if he's, he's not fired up, it's because he's guilty and he knows that he can't defend himself. No anyway, um, let's let's probably hold off on super chats there and get back oh. to some calls. But we do have one uh, Streamlabs donation as well too. Streamlabs is an option too if you prefer that. Linked in the description. Quebec says here are some shekels. Well, thank you. Hope you didn't get flack for the fourteen words. I think yeah, Quebec Quebec was the fourteen words. Did you uh, did that anything happen with that? No, actually, I got several emails of people who were happy about it, so nobody got mad at me. Still waiting on Jared Holt's response. Mm-hmm. Uh, and always my undying respect for Blonde. All right, so he, he he's got respect for you. Maybe my maybe I got a bump though. Appreciate All it, right. Quebec. Thank you. Um, let's get back to callers. Moon Trimmer is up next. Moon Trimmer, you're good to go. If you can get that mic unmuted. Next, we got Liberative. Hello. Hey What's there. Can you hear me? Hi. Sure can. You finally. I've been watching your show for like more than a year now. Oh, cool. Two. But it's almost 4 a.m. here, so. <laughs> Where are you? Right now. Where are you? What? Sorry. We're losing you. I live Where in are... Poland. Oh, Poland. Oh, yeah, cool. Poland. Yeah. Okay. But I'm Portuguese. Ah. Portuguese in Poland. Isn't yes. how did you get in there? Aren't they like aren't they basically fully walled well, off at this point? Get into that because I want to talk about Kavanaugh, but sure, uh, yeah, yeah. have jobs in Portugal because ah. of socialist governments. So yeah. we have to leave and get gotcha. somewhere else. Yep. All right. What what's on your mind as far as Kavanaugh? So um, I sent you a, a super chat on Sunday about mm-hmm. this, but you didn't um, you didn't follow on it. So I want to really I want you to know about this. Uh, did you do you know how Roe v. Wade started? I don't know about the backstory of how it actually became a, a court case. Uh, if that's what you mean. Kavanaugh thing is about uh, women don't lie about rape or about sexual assault. Sure, yeah. That's how Roe v. Wade started. A woman lied to the police that she was raped because she didn't want her third kid. Okay. And she seriously regretted it later, right? I know she became a pro-life activist. Yep. Because they they duped her. Two dykes duped her. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody save that. It's timestamp 43 minutes. I know. Good. <laughs> so I can save that for later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So and so, she got used um, as a political pawn, right? 
exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I really think that if this is leftist standards, we have a good thing coming. You know what it is? We'll have no more politicians because no one is clean. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm, that's I mean, we will, yeah. we will be stuck with Trump likes types forever because <laughs> who wants to at least he comes out no. there and says it and like i hated obama but at least he was like yeah i did some cocaine you know yeah now that <laughs> clip is resurfacing and by the way for all the things you can fault obama for and of course i'm you know plenty of uh, plenty of options on the list i am not going to fault him for being like yeah i, I smoked some shit back in the day i don't care I don't care. That, yeah. That's that's concern number 1000 on the list as far right. as I'm concerned or not on the list at all. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And my other point for today was, are, are there any credible Democrats to run for 2020? <laughs> I don't I, know. We I, looked at the list and we were like, holy shit, this is nobody. I mean, credible Democrats. There, um, I, I was listening to John Tester debate his challenger here in Montana, Matt Rosendale, last night. And Tester has some sane positions that I can agree with. He's not like a full-blown Nancy Pelosi. But the problem is it's like, dude, I can't vote for you and send you to go take Chuck Schumer's marching orders because I know you're going to do it. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I can't, dude. Like, you guys have to get out. Yep. Yep. Uh, I've been pushing for uh, Elizabeth Warren with Maxine Waters as VP. So Trump. Oh my God, that'd be so amazing. They'll never put Maxine on the ticket though. She's like, she's she's just self-defeating. Yeah, she's too controversial. She's too old. I think it's going to be Kamala Harris. Booker and Harris, maybe. Booker and Harris, Good God. Anyway, we got to let you go. You've got a great voice though. Thank you. Bye, love you. Bye. Thanks, have a good night. What was it that Cory Booker was out saying the other day? Um, or maybe it was yesterday. It doesn't matter if Kavanaugh is guilty or innocent. You know, what matters is we need to move on to a new candidate is what Cory uh, Booker was saying. God, oh that guy. God. And his grandstanding. Tears of rage. I'll yeah, he forget. said, he said, well, it's clear Kavanaugh doesn't have the temperament. He's not uh, like calm and rational enough for the courts. Like, yeah, tell me more tears of rage guy. Uh, yeah. Tell me more about temperament, Mr. Tears of rage. God, dude. Let's talk to Sean. Hey, Sean. He's got his mic muted. We'll let him hang out for hey, a hey. second. What's up, yeah, I had to mute the stream there real quick. Uh, well, first, to your neighbor, um, I kind mm. of have a little bit of sympathy for her. Jeff Flake makes me irrationally hostile as well. Yeah. You know, I, I have to acknowledge, I did assume that she was irrationally hostile for leftist reasons. Maybe when in not. reality, maybe yeah. she was triggered by Flake. It's possible. Yeah, I, I, he makes me want to helpfully re-straighten his nose the second he comes back home. And of course, you have to live under his representation. He's your guy in Arizona. Yeah, technically. I mean, he's nobody's guy at this point because he's such a goddamn cock. But oh, yeah, I know. Well, it's so weird. It's, it's like, I have to protect my legacy by pissing off literally everyone before yeah, I really. leave. Who is he making happy? It's like I'm you try to appease everybody these... that I'm spineless because two Soros funded dykes yell at me about getting raped in an elevator. And like I, I watched that and I was like, this better not change the outcome of what's going to happen. I, do you think that that was it? I think it was. I think that no, did he, he, that, no, uh, here's what I think. Number one, I think that was staged. I think yeah. that that was intentional. It number one, it gave like him like he an participated in the late. staging. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, like it was agreed upon that he would get ambushed so that wow. he had an excuse to be late so that his his demand for an investigation carry more weight. That is some tinfoil hattery. It's a little chewy. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It's a little chewy. But I think 
And I think that because the only explanation I can come with, because he went from being a pretty rock solid conservative, like too conservative on the moral side to now just being a, a basically a Democrat just because he doesn't like Trump. Yeah. So yeah. to me, that tells me somebody's got the goods on him. Did you hear and him on NBC covering. this morning with Chris Coons talking about how what Trump said is mocking of Ford? Just awful, just unconscionable. Oh, yeah. Collins, too, yeah. also said some stupid crap really slowly about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I can, listening to Collins. Listening to Susan Collins talk. I can't even, I can't even imitate her. It's painful. said that about her. God. Yeah. What? She's, she's the worst. Doesn't she have some like serious medical? We're dicks. We're... Maybe. Maybe she does have like Doesn't a disease. She have like a stroke or some shit. I don't know. I'll look it up. Right well, Let's okay. Keep going, <laughs> if she Sean. Does, I don't know. She's not a good representative because she can't no. adequately express her thoughts. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> there, that makes me feel better. Still a bad yeah. senator, even Absolutely. if she's diseased. She's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, Thanks, man. Okay, here's yeah. a, there's a question on Cora. Why does Senator Susan Collins always sound as if she's about to cry? <laughs> uh, and there's no there's no clear answer. It's, it says it looks like she may be getting early signs of some neurological disorder. And this is as recently as possible, as recently as December 2017, possibly Parkinson's. But nobody's saying she has X disease. How old is she? Well, who was that NPR broadcaster that had the the voice issue and couldn't talk for a while? Yet they kept her around. I can't even uh, remember. Someone here is saying she has spasmodic dysphonia. Yeah, that's, I think, what the NPR check had, too. Is a disorder in which the muscles that generate a person's voice go into periods of spasm. Hmm. The result is breaks or interruptions in the voice, often every few sentences, which make a person difficult to understand. That doesn't sound serious enough that I can't make fun of her. And your job is being understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Thanks. Speaking of jobs. Okay, so Booker is the only one on not only the committee, but in the Senate that is self-admittedly guilty of the accusations that are put forth Kavanaugh. Shouldn't he be recusing himself not only from the committee, but from the general vote as well? He groped some bitch in high school, right? I don't even remember what the story Oh, and he admits to this? I didn't even know this. Yeah, Yeah. he wrote an article in the Times just having his mail Koopa moment that he, you know, he was a horrible sex offender. Yet here he is passing judgment on somebody that's accused of the very thing that he did. At the very least, that's a conflict of interest. He should recuse himself from all. Well, was it he groped somebody in in high school? And what does groping even mean? Like you grab titties or like you grab somebody's? Yeah, butt it's like second or... base. I thought groping was also butt grabbing, like just grabbing. Yeah, like I think any unwanted touching generally. Yeah. What if you actually grab somebody by the pussy? Now is yeah, that yeah, yeah, d- definitely. That's extreme that's groping. Definitely that's groping, extreme. Yeah. I am guilty yeah. of extreme groping. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to give you the boot. Thanks for calling, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catch you later, Constantine. I don't believe that because he's clearly gay, right? Did you see he's boning some single mom? Hello, hello, hello. Of course, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? Can you believe Kavanaugh would use chemical weapons on innocent civilians? Wait, I, I think my narrative's mixed up here. I don't know. Well, which which president are we? Well, I guess chemical weapons. Who are you referring to? I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, I was referring to the stuff that tried to pull on Assad, but about what wow. I actually really talk about. But uh, did he hear that a U.S. and Chinese destroyer came within feet of each other just the other day? Just no. I think yesterday. South China Sea, yeah. What happened? Um, U.S. Navy was patrolling the South China Sea. Of course, 
uh, China's trying to get their foothold in there. They were patrolling it too. And they came within feet of each other. This is the first time this has ever happened. Now they've came within distance of each other. They, get, they came in firing distance of each other, but this is the closest they've ever gotten, which is surprised because I, for one, I, this is one of the few positions that I'm kind of out there on. I support containing the Chinese, but we're going to push too far and we're going to go too close. And I think we're going to blow it. Hmm. So what does that mean? Containing the Chinese? What do you mean by that? They're trying to become, they're trying to basically knock us off as the world power. They're mm-hmm. trying to become the world's naval power. And that, that's right now they have what they call brown water Navy, which defends their waters. They want a blue water Navy where they can have international access. For example, they've been making deals with the, both Israel and Syria, oddly enough, to get access to the Mediterranean. They've been all over Africa trying to expand their military presence there, been in oh, yeah. Central Asia trying to build infrastructure there. So, yeah, I, I think China is actually a threat to the U.S., unlike the Russians, which you, you listen to anyone in politics, they'd have you believe the other way around. But that, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I this is why we shouldn't be allowing the Chinese to colonize our cities. 50% of new real estate in, in uh, Seattle is owned by Chinese native investors. It's like, yeah, why yeah. are we allowing this to happen? It also happened in Vancouver, Toronto, all the Canadian cities. Um, happening in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And they are and, t- taking over like large swaths of, of Africa as well. Yeah, and just the last thing on this, you know, they complain about the trade war. Oh, we can't do it with China. You know, I don't care if I have to pay a little bit more. I don't want to subsidize my enemy. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Any final thoughts? Just to to help China. I mean, what what I I don't like the Chinese. That's that, that's my. <laughs> it's okay. They'll be limited by their lack of creativity. Don't worry. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. God. Yeah. All I right. Hope I hope the fleet sinks. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Thanks, man. Regal Fraggles up next. But oh wait, no, there he is. Regal Fraggle, you're good to go if you're ready. Frank's next. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, okay. I told you this a year ago. I super chatted it like two weeks ago. Mm. The guy that does your alternate reality uh, fan art, you need to recreate it. That's going to be your uh, your Halloween costume. Well, the problem is those, like all of them are race or their stereotypes like yeah. race racial stereotypes well like i think I they're, they're great i guess I'd, i could we could do in do you want to do you want the hit piece or not do this we can have a cultural appropriation <laughs> halloween we haven't done that okay so which cultures i mean if you really want the hit piece you got to do blackface mm-hmm. i don't know maybe you should dress up i could wear a burka <laughs> or or KK. that's true we could have an that's islamist the, halloween easy one Okay, what what's the simple easy one? KKK. No, 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 no. Too hot. No, no. Too hot of a take. I would I would legit rather do Nazi than KKK. Wow. I don't know, man. That's, I'd, uh, I'd okay. rather do Nazi too. I got it. Cuz cuz Nazi there's a way to like brush off Nazi as funnier. The KKK thing is a, I don't know that the comedy lands as easily. Mm, okay. Uh, and Blana, I feel your pain with all this stupidity. I listened to uh, Shapiro and Clavin earlier. They were talking about those uh, articles that got that were academically uh, accepted, or what yeah. was it? Uh, Did you hear about this? This was fantastic. 
these people that are um, like doing Ooh. fake reports. With yeah, they're writing basically yeah. fake gender studies articles and submitting them for peer review and they get through. Yeah. One of them yeah. was like how dogs humping in Portland dog parks is indicative of rape culture. And that got through stuff like that. Wow. When they rewrote Mein Kampf from like an intersectional perspective. They just, <laughs> you know, they just put in like men for Jews, basically. I haven't, I haven't read it, but something like that. I want to look Good at for it. For them, later. everybody should be high level trolling. That's what we want. Yeah, people. this was really fantastically done. I, I want to talk about it. Maybe I'll do a video on it later this week or for sure on Sunday if I don't. <laughs> okay. Gun of the week. Sure. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of an honorable mention for. The last, um, whatever, I forget what the word was. I'm blanking. But, uh, oh, integrally suppressed. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. This, this, yeah, so this isn't uh, integrally suppressed. The uh, Russians back in the 70s decided to come at it from another angle. So I want you to look up the PSS semi-auto pistol. Hmm. Semi-auto. And it's not so much. Full semi-auto? Or what are we talking about here? <laughs> Semi-auto pistol. Don't go full semi-auto. I'm just kidding. Uh, I got PSS silent pistol. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a okay. little guy. Okay. I bet the accuracy is uh, dog shit. It kind of is, but the gun is not the cool part. It's the cartridge. So now look up this uh, 7.62 by 42 silent cartridge or silent yeah. piston cartridge. Yeah. It's huge. You, you see some uh, the pictures of it? Yeah. I didn't know if they would actually have cutaways on Google, but it's actually a little piston. You put the powder in behind it, and when it shoots, it seals the uh, the bullet, so no gases exit. Oh, it's weird. Just yeah, it's yeah. just the piston pushing the bullet, so there's no bang at all. Huh. No bang at all. So it's it's like de facto suppressed by virtue of the physics involved. Exactly. Okay. It's a crazy idea. I mean, it's pretty pretty cool if you ask this, me the I, way I like this it. thing low like the what is the deal with how the way i'm looking at it, it's like uh i guess it, it's not the slide but it's like what the slide would be it kind of cracks open yeah because of the way the the cartridge is designed it has to function that way to make it kick up because so can you not much... so what do you have how does it function you got to fire like one round at a time and like rechamber one no or no it actually it actually auto loads oh. so you can you keep pulling the trigger it I, I'm trying to figure out how the blowback works because usually the gases is what makes it kick backwards. But man, it's just a neat design. I, I really like it. So why didn't I assume this never really went anywhere? At least I've never heard of it. Uh, it's too difficult to manufacture the uh, uh, ammo. But yeah. Okay. All right. And the, like I said, the accuracy is kind of kind of dog shit because of the it's a weird projectile if you look at it. Sure. I'll send you an article on it. All right. Thank you, All right, guys. Later. Cultural appropriation. Help. Why don't you go as Maxine Waters? <laughs> you know, if I had a mask, maybe I would do it. I'm not going to wear blackface, but like a mask, maybe. But the problem with masks, if we wear masks, is of course, then our voices are muffled, and that's really annoying to listen to. But I'm also comfortable, like, with just opening the show with a ridiculous costume and then taking off a mask and doing the show as normal or something. Um, Weak. It's weak. You want me to wear blackface to be Maxine Waters? I'd have to buy like a James yes. Brown wig. Yes, cover I my do. Face in brown paint. That would be hilarious, and I think you could. The do hit it. piece. The hit piece would land then. All right, Frank. What's on your mind, man? Hey guys. Hey. Hi. So, 
I wanted to talk about the economy with you today because sure. I've been looking at some numbers and maybe Blond could deny or confirm. But basically, since like uh, 2008, when we had an economic crisis, you guys had like a GDP of 14.7 trillion and now it's 19.4 trillion. But the debt has increased from 10 to 21 trillion. Yeah. So this basically means that even though the GDP, while the GDP has been growing, because because this growth has been financed by uh, by debt, by the government spending, it means you're kind of worse off than you were in 2008, yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah, things are bad. Yeah, nobody's talking about the debt anymore, um, which is, is troubling. I mean, we haven't done anything that's really going to walk this back i mean we're we're so deeply in debt and all the unfunded liabilities like at some point this is going to come to a head whether or not we have the appearance of an improved economy speaking of the chinese i don't know who holds the debt is it the chinese actually <laughs> like who i don't know um, anything about our national debt and stuff but but who, it's a lot to, of, to whom do we owe percent of foreign foreigners i, I hmm. saw that somewhere so i think so but you're so, actually i'm not a super lot of optimistic the debt about is, it. is by yourself like yeah so yeah but yeah. actually i saw a graph because the the debt now is is like uh about exactly the same as it was after the second world war so you know the it's, debt it's as, as like a ratio to gdp or, or... yeah yeah as a ratio okay. to gdp john okay. stossel did a really good piece a few years back about um reducing the debt and basically we could get out of this if we cut the government down to bare bones yeah, the Republicans don't have the balls to do it, though. I would be very much in favor of stripping down the federal government to its to constitutionally defined and then, of course, roles. not the the real thing for me. I mean, we spend so much money on foreign aid. I want to give no foreign aid to anybody under any circumstances. That means hmm. no money for Israel. No, we have three hundred fifty million dollars South Africa last year. It's like, hmm. why? Why the fuck do we do this? It's like we really could cut it down to bare bones. The actual yeah. function of the government should be virtually nothing you could cut down the federal tax burden and then if you want to live in a high tax high service state like california or any of the rest great good for you I, yeah. I, that's fine if that's how you want to run your things but i think everybody would benefit by a minimized federal government and maximum power to the states and you commie yeah. states can do what you want yeah well, i mean but you're right you're dude it, it's not we're, we're not in that much of a better financial position he stimulated the economy but like we quantitative easing also stimulates the economy it doesn't mean that it's real, tangible growth that's going to be better in the long term. Although cutting no, corporate taxes, of course, is good. It's basically like using your credit card to finance spending in the mm -hmm. here and now. Yeah, yeah, totally. But mm -hmm. also what I see as a problem is like after the Second World War, you ha had like a very unified country. But now you have all these different groups with the uh, different uh, things they want. Yeah, so it's really it fractured. I made a video about this, but like, I'm just at the point where I'm just like, I can't fucking live with you people. Like, I, I can't live next to you. Like, you, you are not my countrymen. You, we need to separate. Hmm. <laughs> and I, I can't be the only person that feels this way. It's this Kavanaugh well, thing. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Any final thoughts? Uh, I'll leave you guys with a, with a Russian saying I read not too long ago. Hmm. Optimists learn English. Pessimists learn Chinese. Hmm. And the realist buys an AK-47. Oh, cool. <laughs> I got one good to go, man. Anytime. Ready to go. Goodbye. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya. See ya, Ron. <laughs>
All right. Uh, let's uh, let's catch up in super chat. Okay. Do, do, do. Who was the last one? I don't recall. That's your job. I don't, I have one job. Okay. In addition um, to sandwich maker. I am a good sandwich maker. I was just you were so I was talking to my husband before we went on. Hey, I know I'm doing it. Um, All right. And Skag was like, I can't wait for a woman to cook for me. Like what? Great story. Is this not part of a relationship? God, you and your sounders <laughs> that play two seconds late for me. I actually that is know true though. I am excited for meals not cooked by me someday. Uh, tell if somebody's a witch. As a taxpayer and citizens of the country that's been torn apart by this shit show, we deserve to see the FBI report. For fuck's sake, did I read that one? I don't recall, but I would agree. Max I mean, come, listen, the Democrats who are all about transparency in the area of in the era of Trump suddenly. Well, I, I should be fair. Maybe there are some Republicans who don't want this released, too. But yes, to the extent this has become like the national headline for weeks, as long as I don't know what possible national security concerns or otherwise could be in this report. I want to see this thing fully unredacted. And yeah. I believe Trump we're has the authority to do that. I think I think yeah, Trump he's has not even we're not even going to see the FISA uh, application. It's he like... should do that, too. Yeah. But but. If so, I, I if these Democrats aren't in favor of releasing this thing, I got to call bullshit on that. But also, if the president has the authority to to release this unredacted, which as far as I understand he does, he should do that. We should all read this thing. Yep, uh, Thomas B. Due process is rooted in burden of proof, enlightenment principles. If we cannot agree on this basic principle, we cannot share space. Boom. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and that's I'm really so what... tired of this. It's a jump context. It's not a legal context. Ugh go on and on and on about how stupid and wrong that is. These people making this argument, it's like, I think your tune would change if somebody called up your employer and made a false rape accusation to try to get you fired. Would you go, yeah. it's, well, I don't have a presumption of innocence. Guess I'll see my way out, get my box and pack up, pack up my things and leave my job because someone accused me. And it's a job context. Bullshit. Rick Moranis, um, Houston mayor is threatening to videotape all the patrons of the robot sex brothel and post it on Facebook. I believe one city councilman is paying for surveillance with tax money. That's bullshit. I didn't even know there was a robot sex brothel. Did we talk about this uh, before? I know there was, there's one in Toronto. Let me know if that's hmm. right. Live chat. That's sanitary. Um, I mean, I guess maybe it's more sanitary than real brothels, I guess. I mean, this is really bad for society, but I also understand. I mean, a robot is not going to me to you <laughs> yet. Age. Not until AI is advanced yeah, enough. Really? Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds like bullshit though. Um, dangerous spaces is an Aussie. I know I have no horse in this race. You Americans better decimate the Dems in the upcoming election. Don't reward their shift behavior. You do have a horse in this race. The West, all the West, all people of European descent. We're in this together. Sure. Yeah. Um, Bob Lautenbach says, hashtag believe all tweets. Um, John mm, Dent, how best you. would you talk to someone who is that alt-right kind of fella who's absolutely racist but doesn't realize that he is to come to a middle ground to help them, uh, to help show them what they don't see? Um, I'd have to know more right about person. the context. I guess um, the, thing, the thing is like most, if the, if the person you're talking about is like legit alt-right and self-identifies as alt-right, which I find to be exceedingly rare these days, most people aren't willing to say, yeah, that's me. But most of those guys are not like unknowingly racist. They're like, no, race is core to identity and central to my worldview. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess my question to this would, would be like, 
is he actually racist? Because somebody that acknowledges racial differences, I wouldn't call that person racist. Somebody is racist if they are going to judge somebody based on their race rather than their individual characteristics and yeah. believe that they're inferior, irrespective but where, of. But where this gets complex it. is there are circumstances in which group judgments are not only morally justifiable, but necessary. See contexts like immigration. And accurate. Um, it's it, again, like I'm never going to argue in favor of individual comes before me. I observe their race or their gender or whatever. And I make assumptions about that. No, I do believe that that those are improper judgments to make. Yeah. But, and as somebody that's constantly called alt-right inappropriately, I'm very sympathetic to the overuse of this terminology. Hmm. And so I wonder if this person is actually alt-right or if they're yeah. just racially aware. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll bring you to some middle yeah. ground, Mr. Dent. Who knows? Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's always like, it's so interesting to me that like just observing truths about group data where group data are relevant to a judgment to be made, not out of hate, it's always like white supremacist, white nationalists. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, the, that's, there are plenty of other groups that do better than white people uh, on certain tests or whatever else. It's not, it's not, I don't know. It's, I guess there's a difference between like ethnocentrism and just observing reality about the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And hmm. good appropriate use of the plural data. That was good. I had a, I, people sometimes push back on me on that because it is acceptable to use data as a uh, singular term. But only term. through overuse, misuse. But, but, uh, but I had a professor who was like all about data as a plural term in college and it kind of got ingrained into me. It, it was correct. Um, yeah. Jason rushing that better be surge. You're drinking Matt. Uh, man, do you remember surge? Yes. And, uh, I don't know if this is okay. So this is so weird because I made a surge reference to somebody like two weeks ago. And then I got a package of surge in the mail, but this is not the person who sent it to me. I got it the next day from him. Like, I don't know. It was unmarked straight from the manufacturer. And if it was you who sent it one, how do you have my address? But that's public. Everyone so has you, your address. So maybe you do. But two, I feel really bad because I don't know who to thank. And he also, has a wanking face. He totally sent it to you. And also, like, I can't drink the surge because I don't know where. Like, it might be ricin and like it might. I might be getting poisoned, like Mattis or something like well, that. Well, it was sent to you from Jason Rushing. It had to ah, be. that's, that's okay. So now that I recall, he actually did inquire about my address earlier. So oh, did you give it to him? Uh, yes, privately. <laughs> but I, but he'll, he'll have to, he'll have to refresh my mess, uh, my, my memory because I don't know what I would have said to, maybe we talked about surge. We must've talked about surge. There's gotta be a reason why he sent me surge, but I feel bad now. Cause like, dude, I couldn't drink the surge. <laughs> cause, yeah, like, cause I don't know who's sending this to me. Okay. Okay. Well, you can drink it now. It's safe. Yeah. He's running in his picture gotcha. and he's a white guy. So you're good. Well, <laughs> Jeez. Eric, I just want to get you that hippies for your association. Uh, Eric Gray says, the truth will set you free unless it's politically inconvenient. Ain't that right? Thing? Yeah. John Dent, provided that Ford doesn't prove enough to be true, do you think she will end up with a book deal and a movie deal that will Oh, unquestionably. Oh, 100%. Sure. And she's 100%. already made $750,000 on her GoFundMe. Yeah. It, what is it up to now? Will you look while I go through these? They, they actually shut it off at about 750. Oh, so the, uh, yeah, there's no more coming in. You know what? People look at that and they're like, I can make $750,000 falsely. 
yeah. accusing a, a Republican. I, I can do or that. anybody pick your celebrity, you know, um, um, let's uh, let's do maybe one more and then keep moving on with calls. And we'll turn to the rest later. Big LC, I nominate the absolute legends who got an academic journal to publish a feminist rewriting of my yeah. comp for the Troll of the Year Award. That's that's true. We, we should have internet awards for that. Yeah. Um, although if the Avenatti trolling is legit, which I guess it's not, at least. Too unless bad. Swet, Too Swetnick bad. has taken the bullet for him getting trolled, maybe. Sometimes but I, that love, would... I love and fear 4chan. Oh, yeah. I, Avenatti's picking a fight with them for sure. Dude, that's of all the... I. That's like the last group of people I would ever pick a fight with in the world is 4chan. Like 4chan and Rouge B, I will yeah. never pick a fight with. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Let's move on with some callers. Um, Wandering's up next. Let me find him here. There we go. Wandering, you're good to go. Hey, What's on your mind? Oh, nothing much, but... Uh... Matt and I once made love at a party 36 years ago. We gang-raped everyone there. Once it all <clears throat> was said and finished, Matt only had one, a few words to say. There's a lot of G's everywhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Boo! Oh, what? But anyway, I'm, just, I'm kind of just pissed off at the uh, these Democratic senators. The are Dean Kavanaugh's like, temperament they're saying, oh, he can't be a Supreme Court justice. He has bad temperament. Yeah. I'm like, it's just like, you, you've insulted a, this guy's family, his credibility. You called him evil and that you would oppose him to no matter what. It's like, yeah. they, the poachers, yeah. they're poking a bear with a stick and then they get mad and be blamed victims. I'm, I am really thing. tired of that. It's like, oh, he was so mad and he's so partisan. Yeah, you know when he got mad and partisan? When you called him a rapist along partisan lines. A gang rapist. It's like, yeah. he was. that was for his reputation. He was defending his reputation, his good name, which he spent a lifetime cultivating. Like, I would be so pissed off if I had been so good my entire life and then I got allegations like these thrown at me. Yeah. It's like, uh, should Blumenthal be a senator still? If, because he lied about being in Vietnam. That's like false value. Yeah, yeah I love how Trump brought that up too. I had completely forgot about that. So I'm glad that people refreshed my memory about yeah. that. Yes, please but, tell me more about credibility. Blumenthal, yeah. And also yeah. like, sexual assault? Haha, <laughs> Cory Booker, he fucking like groped the uh, girl in back in high school. Mm. But yet none of his colleagues are pushing him on the, about that did you read the piece because i did not and i don't know what the nature of this groping was but i'm curious i i have no idea i have no knowledge of this hmm i should google it do you have any final thoughts before we give you the boot uh no not really but uh Corey, i hope broker. i hope that he becomes a supreme court justice though me too kavanaugh it's i think he good. will you might see a vote as soon as friday uh, yep hope so all, all right, right. see you man so uh jason messaged me on patreon i just saw it come into my inbox and he says i sprayed my screen a screen with diet coke when blonde asked if you gave me your address and she started to laugh when you hesitantly said yes <laughs> so good i'm glad you got a laugh out of it why why don't why aren't you drinking surge though jason drink some surge instead of diet coke in 1992, Cory Booker wrote of groping a high school friend as they fumbled in a bed and issued a call for sexual respect. So he was messing around with this chick? Yeah. That's not really groping. Did he admit to some sexual assault that was just a, a weird, bumbling sexual encounter? In my mind, 
In my mind, groping must be non-consensual, or am I wrong in that? Like, when someone says I was groped, that means against your consent. If some chick is in bed with you, rolling around in bed with you, then... Yeah, you can't grope her. Then you can't grope her. After having my hand pushed away, I reached my mark, he wrote. Our groping ended soon, and while no relationship ensued, a friendship did. You see, the next week in school, she told me that she was drunk that night and didn't really know what she was doing. Hmm. I mean, come on. Here's, here's the secondary definition of grope. Feel or fondle someone for sexual pr- pleasure, especially against their will. That's, yeah, that's, that was my understanding. Dude. Come on. That's, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of, like, back and forth with trying to get a woman t- to bang you, you know? Like, yeah, and by the way. Sometimes a no means yes. Ooh, you're going to, there's your next hit piece. But I understand the spirit of what you're saying, which is men like to chase and women undoubtedly like to be chased. chased. And they like to say no, like five times before they're like, okay. Hmm. And you know, there, there's a lot of a relationship being built in picking up on those subtle cues. Yeah. Well, and there is truth to this too. And it, it took me a while to learn it. There's a lot of women who want to know that you will work for them. And so maybe they throw up that no or whatever. They're, they put up barriers that are basically tests to say, how many hurdles will this guy jump to still come for me? That's kind of my right. test it's to know that testing, he's but legit. But it's also they want you to know that they're not a slut. And so they're going to make yeah. you work for it. Yeah. Um, and it is, a, it, yeah. honestly, as a guy, it is a kind of a frustrating guessing game, sometimes deciphering between what is a genuine no that you need to back off from yeah. and, and, you know, walk away. And, and what it's is really like, easy to convey that it's like to be like, absolutely not. I have no sure. interest in you. Yeah. 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 If you get one of those, you're out. But like, what if she's, but if know, she ignores your text like, no, or yeah, I don't, that kind I of don't stuff. know, maybe later, like yeah. you'll be able to read it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. We have just ruined it, Just relationships with men and women. I don't know For how sure. people can do it anymore. For sure. All right. Uh, ski doggies up next. Ski doggy, you're good to go. Okay, how y'all doing tonight? Oh, you know, as good as, as well as we can be, circumstances considered, when the country's falling apart and all that. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm going to buy a fiddle. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> classical reference. Hey, I yeah. thought of a couple of uh, suggestions for Halloween costumes. Oh, sure. Uh, oh, good. How about uh, Diane Feinstein and Chuck Pasley? Mm. How are we old we'll just be old people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't need to do a sexy Halloween, but can I do a not- geriatric halloween you could do a sexy feinstein <laughs> was there ever a sexy feinstein i don't know and i don't want to go there well, because I'm, the image i'm gonna to have to you watch do your call i'm gonna look at what she looked like when she was like younger let me see okay can you still hear me yeah yeah okay because i couldn't hear you for a second the other suggestion is since you're trying to get your hit piece by jared holt uh sure how about a uh, how about you go as robert e lee and blonde you go as a southern belt Ooh, ooh! We could go as Confederate monuments. Yes, exactly. Very triggering. Hey, look through. uh, Go to some of the Civil War sites. Look at some of the Confederate portraits that they've got up there with Southern Belle and everything. I could buy like a ridiculous giant beard. I loved the beards of the Civil War, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's a great idea. Maybe we will do that. That's a that's a dark horse candidate. I kind of like that one. Okay, well, just uh, but anyway, on to Kavanaugh. Yeah. Because that's what we seem to be discussing tonight. Uh, one thing, because uh, 
you know, Kevin and I are, I are about the same age, so I'm kind of familiar with what the party scene was like back then. Yeah. And the question, and I didn't really start thinking about this until a couple of days ago, the question I really wish they had asked Ford was, well, yeah, you only had one beer, but uh, how much weed did you smoke? Yeah. And uh, were you doing any acid? Yeah. And because I had to call up a couple of people and, uh, and ask about a few things, but I remembered back in high school that uh, one way the girls would get even with each other is at parties, they drop acid in each other's drinks. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were some, uh, there were some that would do it. And I had to call a couple people. And that say, hey, is am remember- terrible. Am I remembering this correctly? Uh, yeah, there are some women can be vindictive. Yeah, that's true. One time I was at a party and some girls hated me. And so they got somebody to dip in my drink, like to spit their dip. Gross. Yep. 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 Hmm. And I'll never uh, forget that. That was terrible. I drank it, by the way. What's driving me nuts about this is like the Urban Dictionary didn't come out until right after the turn of the century. So a lot we had uh, there was a term I had in the military that could be taken out of context. I'm sure the writers of the cartoon, the Flintstones, didn't mean that Fred and Barney were gay because they had a gay old time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, you know, come on, guys. Things change. Uh, Words take on different meanings. It's not like today where slang in California because of the Internet is going to make its way across the country within five minutes. It's right. like you had slang that was specific to Minnesota. You had slang that was specific to the East Coast. You had slang that was specific to Texas and California. So people are trying to sit there saying, Kavanaugh lied about this, lied about that, lied about that. I'm like, you got to prove it. Give me an urban you dictionary. You have to prove or, it. Or give me a magazine from back then that said, this was the slang term. That wouldn't even matter to me, though. I don't, I don't, I don't really give a shit about any of this. It's just like, are we going to set this precedent? That people can yeah. be destroyed based on accusations That's, where there's a complete absence of evidence. And the left is so short-sighted. It's like, has it not occurred to any of them that they might have a candidate, too, or a nominee? And I swear to God, we should just do the same thing. I hope that oh, the next time they get somebody up to the Supreme Court, everybody's like, oh, this guy's a pedophile. Oh, nobody can tell me that uh, the guys on 4chan right now aren't running every Democratic judge in the world's <laughs> records and looking through them with a oh, fine yeah. comb. I mean, this is weaponized. Well, why? You, you don't even, you just need to know like their general whereabouts 20 years ago and you can make an accusation. You don't need to do research for that. Oh, yeah. I know. I yeah. know. And uh, final thought, because I've, I've gone way over my time, is, uh, well, never mind. I forgot what it was. The kids are right. yelling at me from upstairs. So you guys have a great night. Hope you do the uh, Civil War thing and give me a yeah, shout Yeah, that's out a good suggestion. I, I like that one. We'll see if it happens. All right. Take care, y'all. Thank you, man. Bye. Um, I, you know, a young Feinstein looks a lot like Jackie, uh, Jackie Kennedy. So, you know. Uh, but I found a picture from 20 years ago of young Feinstein. She's probably like 60. <laughs> But she's holding a sweet AK, man. She's got an AK with a drum mag and like a collapsible stock. It's just her holding this gun in, at a press what? conference. She, yeah, she's talking about banning guns, but it's just Diane Feinstein with a sweet rifle. I want to see what she looks like. Was she wall-eyed? Maybe she was your type. Um, when she was young. Mm, Diane Feinstein Young. Yeah, I, I Googled dung, dung, young Diane Feinstein. All the things I Google on this show. Um... I don't know. I mean, wow, she was even old when she was young. That's what I'm saying. But the style at the time, these pictures are from what, like the 50s or something? 
four out of ten would not bang. I mean, let's pretty wall-eyed though. That's not yeah, your those, jam. Those wide eyes. Her eyes aren't wide enough, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, let's take a non-patron caller. Um, Benith. Benith? Beneath? We'll have to find out how to pronounce this. Ben? Is it Ben Thee? No. Uh, just Ben is fine. Yeah. So oh, Ben time... The. Ben The 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an old ben... gamer tag. Yeah. I feel like uh, that moment on Dumb and Dumber when he's... Tehe. <laughs> Oh, the word is the. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll be quick. I have a kind of complicated question. but uh, Sure. Uh, so do you think political apathy can be virtuous as a consequence of epistemological humility? One more time. So, uh, what, yeah, so less like a jackass. What I <laughs> Simplify that down a little bit. What I mean by that is do you think people giving less of a shit about politics is a good thing, given that I think people should be less certain about a lot of stuff? No, because then they're influenced by leftist cultural influences, uh, and they still have a stranglehold of academia, Hollywood, um, and and the arts. So as long as that is the paradigm, I think that people are swept away with the apathy. Like your average person that you meet outside of a conservative area is just some thoughtless, stupid leftist that doesn't really care that much, but they still adopted really insidious parts of of that paradigm like we used to be skag hmm. yeah skag your thoughts uh i don't know if this is the theme that you're getting at but i i could see some benefits to a more politically apathetic society <laughs> absent absent lefty authoritarians what i mean by that is i would like to see a world in which government and politics are less central to your life. That yeah. is to say, in a, in a more constitutional system, government would have a minimized role. You'd really, you know, what would be central in your life is family, even your church. Even though I'm not a church guy, I'd rather have that than looking to the federal government to solve everything. So I can't say that political apathy is inherently a bad thing. In fact, I think there are ways that it could be good, but not necessarily in the context of people who want to inject it into every aspect of your life. Agreed. Nope. What do you think before we give you the boot? No, I appreciate your thoughts. I just, I over the last two years, I've just been uh, increasingly convinced. You're familiar with Scott Adams' is uh, two movies type analogy. Uh, I'm uh, not. No. no. Okay. Uh, I just, I'm okay. I'm looking at the landscape of news and everything, and it just seems like it's becoming a bit of a a la carte. Uh, pick your reality. I mean, based off the sources that you read, you can. I mean, this Kavanaugh stuff is a perfect example. You can think the world is falling apart or everything's totally fine on the same day, depending on what you read. And so I'm just finding uh, that people who are less concerned with the day-to-day political zeitgeist and who are interested in, you know, music and their careers and family, they're much more, you know, interesting and uh, virtuous people. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. But I don't like to advocate, being exposed to less information in any other regard, you know? Yeah. I always feel like yeah. more information people operate better. So I think that I probably should apply this to this as well. Although okay, being well, really deeply well, involved in politics is annoying. We got to keep it moving. But thank you for the call. Yeah, I appreciate your thoughts. Thanks. Have a good night. Have a good night. So we're tied up against the clock. We can maybe fit in three more. Sure. That sounds good. Uh, so we'll go with... Um, Coincidence detector, Natty Melt, and then we'll see if we can get another non-patron in here as well. Appreciate everybody's patience. Sorry we can't get to everybody. 
Maybe did Coincidence Detector have to bounce? I don't see it in the waiting room. So if you're still around Coincidence Detector, hop in one of the waiting rooms. I'll pull you in. Let's try Natty Melt in the meantime. Natty Melt, you're good to go if you're ready. You know, I bought a chair and I still don't sit in it. I don't know how you sit on the floor the whole damn time. That... If I'm sitting in a chair, I just have to sit with my legs crossed. and so It's mm. just got to be the floor. I have to sit on the floor. Uh, let's try Crow real quick. Crow, are you good to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. Hey there. Okay. Hello? Hey. Sure. Whichever one of you guys wants to go first, then we'll get the, the, the mean, next one. I mean, whatever is fine. We'll let Natty go. Okay. Go for it, Natty. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the Kavanaugh thing again. Sure. I know everyone's talking about it and it's kind of maybe get, for me, it's not that old. Like it's, it hasn't no, gotten it's so important. There's so many important it's, it's themes so important. to this. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting to me. And, um, I, I don't know the shifting into, cause at one second they were like, you can't have him be the, in the Supreme uh, justice because, Oh, he raped somebody or almost raped somebody. Yeah. And then she, they change it to he doesn't have the temperament. Yeah. What does that even mean? That doesn't that doesn't they don't even know what that means cuz that yeah. doesn't just mean personality. That means completely like everyone has a different temperament. Right. And yeah. that has nothing to do with Well, I liked what Sticks was saying too. It's like temperament's important. Meanwhile, Ruth Bader Ginsburg head is sagging down to her knees. She can't even stay awake during the hearings. <laughs> oh during God. the during Supreme Court case hearings and you and you are going to talk about temperament. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, she's like close to death at this point. I know. Thank God. She's God. The, the the only thing keeping her alive is like the last bit of adrenaline due to her Trump hatred. It's that shot of virgin blood every morning. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a blended baby. As, <laughs> as yeah, demand, yours was better. <laughs> as uh, as required by Roe v. Wade. Oh my God. Uh, did you did you guys see uh, Trump making fun of Ford? Oh, oh of course. Yeah. We'll talk about it more on Sunday for so sure. Good. That made me so happy. I was so, I felt, I felt the MAGA at that point. I was like, okay, yeah. I, I understand why everybody loves him. Like, not that I didn't like him already, it, but, um, yeah, that Beto guy who's, who's, um, who wants to be Senator in Texas. Yeah. He tweeted out, he was like, Ford showed courage and blah, blah, blah. And she should not be like, belittled by the president of the united states and yeah. he got so many like so much like praise on twitter and i really hope he does i'll be shocked if he wins did you see that he got yeah. called out because he had reviewed a play or something he had written an article observing and he had to apologize about yeah, the, like, because the he big said large breasts and yeah. like toned Tight buttocks acting, or something yeah. like that whoa when was this it was recently he wrote it a long long time ago but he had to apologize recently and he did of course because he's that right. kind of guy. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, just Google Beto O'Rourke large breasts. I'm sure you'll find yeah. it. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try it right now. I don't want that in my search history. Do it. Use an incognito window. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke large breasts. Let me see if it goes to the right place. Yeah, dude. Head, headline in Politico. I am ashamed. Beto apologizes for demeaning comments about women. <laughs> Was it about the women in the play? Is that what that Something was? like that. Yeah. Um, the, here's the other headline in my San Antonio. Beto apologizes for 1991 review. Yeah, he wrote a review of a of a Broadway play. He was 19 year old, 19 years old, and he just what did he say? It was oh, okay. Yeah, phenomenally large breasts and tight buttocks. <laughs> 
he wrote in this review. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, if we're gonna go back, if we're gonna have to search everyone's history, go back to all the way when they were like fifteen, then I guess that's the new standard. We're Phenomenally large breasts is probably in every nineteen-year-old's search history at this point. Yeah. Like, come on. Plus all the porn. I mean, yeah. kids these days are gonna be in way more trouble because they've documented much more of their lives. Yeah. You're gonna have to turn oh, over yeah. your search history to run for office. You're right. Just on just what people tweet out, like you, if we can't do anything, then like any jobs, like oh my nothing. god, I know people are always like, don't you want to run for office? I'm like, fuck no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> god, are you joking me? Yeah. It'd be terrible. I don't even want to be on mainstream media. Plus, we get to play Monday morning quarterback this way. Like, oh, here's what I would have done, but we don't actually yeah. have the accountability of being in power. Amazing, That's smart thinking. Yeah. We got to give you the boot, Natty. Any uh, any last words? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, Matt, I saw, your, I saw your tweet when that one guy, oh, I forgot what he said. Oh, I tweeted out about Kavanaugh, and then, like, I misspelled a word. And he oh, was yeah. like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're argument is irrelevant now because you you like misspelled the one word yeah i just i happened to see that in my timeline i was like oh this is good i gotta i gotta jump in here (laughs) it's funny when these lefties are like oh someone's making someone's expressing a conservative opinion with a misspelling i'm gonna tell them to go back to school and the way you responded was like actually i know three languages fuck off did he did he come back i didn't see it did he actually come back to it uh yeah no what happened was some, one of my lefty followers was like, dude, she's an immigrant. And then he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were an <laughs> immigrant. <laughs> he beta O'Rourke'd it. Yeah, of course. So I, I thought Very that was good. hilarious. That makes it worse. He should have doubled down. <laughs> God, dude. All right, thanks. Okay, see, bye, guys. Uh, see you next time. Uh, Crow, you're good to go. Oh, hey, guys. What's on your mind? Uh, did you hear the latest recording of a student that was getting uh, Lindsay shepherded by her professor? No, but Neon Realist made a video about it, and uh, I yeah, haven't I was, watched it. So I, I was just going to tell you, Neon Realist, it was really good. He, uh, he, he unpacks it. it really good. Yeah. So what's this deal here? She wanted to uh, talk about a link between abortion and... Yeah, yeah, she was responding to a discussion about premature births being linked to higher incidence of autism. And gotcha. she, wanted, she said, hey, you know, women that have had previous abortions, there are a report saying that they have higher incidence of premature births. So the pre- professors oh, okay. brought, her, brought her in the office, and they, they did basically the same thing they, uh, that happened to Lindsay Shepard, and she recorded it, and they kept contradicting themselves, telling her to stay quiet so the other students wouldn't feel that they, that they were being silenced. <laughs> wow, okay. Good. How Good. long did she take? I've got to give this a listen. It, it's, not too, it's like 20 minutes or so, but Neo, I don't know. I haven't heard the whole thing. I just heard Neo, Neo Unrealist uh, plays about five or eight minutes of it, so it's pretty okay. good. Right. She uh, she pointed out their contradictions and they were like sighing deeply, and uh, then they would say freedom of speech. It's not freedom of speech per se. It's not critical <laughs> thinking. It's critical mindedness and all that kind of bullshit. What, oh. the, what does that mean? Right, yeah, critical mindedness. What a yeah, stupid has, leftist euphemism for yeah. Censorship. He unpacks it pretty good, so you should give it a watch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. All right, man. Uh, I'll Thanks, leave you with Steve. this though, real sure. quick. What has four letters? Sometimes has nine letters, but never has five letters. I don't know. Oh, Not that good wasn't at a question. That wasn't a question. See ya, bye. What? That one is actually over my head. Let me know in the live chat. We're probably stupid. Yeah, that that I I could sit here and ponder it for a minute, try to figure it out. But that one's over my head. All right, we'll give uh, we'll give one more um non-patron caller last word. Oh, what a great name! Commies and Nazis get the rope. That's that's uh, commies and Nazis get the rope. You'll get. Uh, Oh no, it kicked him out. 
see if we can get him back in here. Are you still trying to figure it out? I'm looking at the live. Oh, what? The actual word what has four letters. Oh, it's not a question. So why is he saying what has four letters, nine letters, and five letters or something? I forget the puzzle. He said something has nine letters, which it does. Oh, it's yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah, I gotcha. Gotcha. All I'm right. a chick. What's your excuse? I don't know. I got to produce the show and I have a million <laughs> things to manage in my mind <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah. Commies and Nazis get the rope. You're good to go. You got last word if you want it. Hey, what's up? Hi. What's on your mind? So about the economy, um, with all the trade deals that we've like restructured, wouldn't that, like I'm not an economist or anything, but wouldn't that help with the debt? I have no idea. I haven't even read about this new, uh, this new NAFTA renegotiation with Canada and Mexico at all. Yeah, it should help, but the uh, the amount of debt we're in, it's like trying to dig yourself out of a hole that's 30 miles deep. It's just crazy. And then it's, you know, mm. ever accruing. It's it's the kind of things that we have to continue reinvesting in, like like welfare, which I really think that we could eliminate. Um and those are the the things that are the most cumbersome yeah. on our economy. I don't really know how much that could help. Hmm. Well, I mean I saw something the other day. It was China like conceding on the tariffs to some. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't followed it. I am not a great tariff mind, unfortunately. Do you I'm have any, uh... trying to be a little optimistic. You know, sure. $20 trillion in debt. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Got a lot of wealth to build to, to pay it off. Yeah, really. But if the dollar implodes, then that debt also means nothing. So there's that. You guys take Bitcoin, China? I got yeah, some really? Bitcoin for you. <laughs> All yeah, right. Any time. any last thoughts before we let go? No, that's it. All right. Y'all Thank you, man. Night. You as well. Okay, so that'll do it on calls tonight. Uh, appreciate everybody's patience. I know we can't get to everybody, but if you're having trouble getting into the show, you can send us an email. Uh, that's what we'll get into now. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. Please put call in show question or comment in the uh, subject line. So we know that that is the purpose of the email and then we'll respond to it. Um, you can also send us a short video, one minute or less uploaded on listed to YouTube. Send us the link. We'll play that. You want to take care of the, um, the video question first. Sure. It is from El Vaquero. So here's what he has to say. Dear blonde. I watched your video on Sunday and I disagree with you. To Matt's point that we don't share foundational values with people on the left, he is absolutely correct, but it goes much further than that. They do not believe in objective reality. They believe in a subjective reality defined by consensus, empirical observation be damned. If we were to balkanize, we would have to enforce borders, and as you know, they do not respect borders at all. They are coming for everything. I do not think that we are getting out of this situation without at the very least laying down a very credible threat of a full-throated fight, which of course would imply the very real possibility of having that actual fight, because a credible threat means not bluffing. Objective reality needs to come crashing down on their heads. For most of the useful idiots, macro-aggressing the shit out of their faces is probably good enough. But not for the true believers, and not for those funding this shit. Don't worry about asking us to do the fighting. Men are sick of this shit just like you are. If the worst comes to pass, what will you do to support us in a fight? Thank you. Hmm. Wow. 
Yeah. I mean, this has definitely occurred to me. I feel like balkanization is a short-term solution. First of all, on my channel, I can't just outright advocate for initiating a full-blown violent civil war for obvious reasons. Um, and he's right. Like part of that hesitance is that I am not going to ask a bunch of men to go and fight and die for something that I believe in. That's mm. not fair. I'm not going to incur the same level of risk as men in this. Um, what will I do? I mean, as always, I will play a supporting role, but I can't really do that much. Like I'm doing, I'm doing what I can. Um, but I think that that might be true. That it might be totally unavoidable. Mm. The, the violent nature of the, I thought what he had to say about objective reality is pretty interesting. I think he's right. I hadn't thought about that all too much, but yeah. it's not just a difference of philosophy or values. It's a difference of, is there objective true and false? Is there objective reality right, or right. not? And that's, this is, this is one of their, their worldview is like your truth, your subjectivity. That's all that matters. Eventually, like if they governed their own country, what's going to happen when two of your truths collide? Right, right. You know? And because there is no absolute standard of truth, then it eliminates the possibility of them being reasoned with. Yeah. And I always thought that like reason and evidence was going to be what prevented the violence. But with censorship and with their inability to, you know, you can't appeal with reason and evidence. It just makes it impossible. And that's why I think that we're just ever further close, you know, ever, ever closer to a uh, civil war or some kind of violence. There was, conflict. there was a quote that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had about Kavanaugh speaking uh, to students at Boston university. I was tweeting about this the other day. She said this quote, no one can tell you that something that happened to you is not true. I feel like that Eddie Murphy meme. Like, it, That's not actually Eddie Murphy though. It's not thinking black man. It just kind of looks like him. I don't think it's actually him. I w absolutely was positive that was Eddie Murphy. I'm fairly sure that's not him. Oh, whoops. Whatever. Anyway, you know, th that uh, doesn't even make any sense. Like if it didn't, ha <laughs> it either happened or it didn't happen. Right. Like, like your interpretation of whether but, or not. But happened think about what really she's matter. saying too. No one can tell you that something that happened to you is not true. Okay. So in the mind of Christine Blasey Ford, she says this happened to me. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez by her reasoning says, okay, therefore it's true. Brad Kavanaugh says, I was falsely accused of attempted rape. Okay. That's he says true. it happened to him. So that's true. This is what I'm talking about. What happens when these things collide? They don't believe in like an objective reality where one side's right. The other's not. They just believe in my and truth. My truth is that that it, meme is Eddie Murphy. Sure. So, so it, and I have, be, I can't question you on that. Yeah. Who the hell is in that meme? Um, read the next question while I figure it out. I can't, I kind of can't believe that. Um, okay. This is from Jack. The USA is in the middle of a cold civil war with both political parties digging in their heels on their side of the line. Common ground is unlikely, but a civil war too is undesirable. How can anyone deflate the situation before it bursts? Isn't that the question du jour? Um, hmm. I don't know that we can. I mean, my my the solution that I posit is balkanization, but I got a lot of pushback in my comments, and I think people are right that it might not be a feasible solution if they retain control of the federal government. So I don't know. You have any thoughts on that? Well, I've been trying to figure out if this is Eddie Murphy or not, and it seems like it's not, but I'm having trouble finding the origin of what it actually is. Somebody in the live chat said it's Schmetty Murphy. Okay. 
Charlie Murphy. Um, no, so the, the theme of the question was... was um, uh, How can we avoid like, civil war? Right, or just calming the tension. And that's the problem as to what Alva Carroll was saying. It's not just like, okay, you guys think this and we think that. Let's find the middle ground. It's like, we don't agree on the basis for knowledge and truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like those kinds of... yeah. Fun. It's uh, what he the way he described it to me it makes me realize how deep these divisions are. It's like it's not just values about legal philosophy, which are important. It's hard to share a country with people who don't share your same legal philosophies. But when you actually don't share the same worldview about how truth is discovered, the processes it's, it's through which family, it's truth, it's beauty, <laughs> it's community. Yeah. I mean, the questions we're talking about is like, how do we evaluate the world around us to find out what we can learn about it, to find out what is true? Losing my voice. Sorry. Apparently they don't believe in those things. It's just whatever you say. And and it's the victim hierarchy where certain my truths are more valuable than other my truths, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. It's a real problem. Uh, Is Cody, Cody next? Uh, yeah. Or okay, so Cody says, isn't uh, comparing Merrick Garland to Brett Kavanaugh admitting this is all a delaying tactic? I would think so. I mean, they would they would say that uh, the Mer- the Merrick Garland treatment was a delay tactic. So I suppose I, if you say one is revenge for the other, then presumably you acknowledge that's what's going on. But, Who's been saying this? I haven't heard anything about this. Oh, so that. I'm admittedly uh, referencing all these like left wing comment sections that I've troll around in to oh, get gotcha. an idea of what they're saying. And, you know, every 10th comment or so is Mameric. Oh, Mameric Garland was so mistreated. We have to do That's this. Right. For you Merrick. Mentioned this yeah. So uh, maybe you could find some like a specific voice on the left. I, I've not heard anybody like the Jenks of the world or anything talking about this, but maybe you can oh, find someone specific. The chat found it. It's Coyote Awumi. That's that the right? guy, name of the guy. I guess so. Okay. Not Eddie Murphy is the answer to that question. Wow. Sure. I've been it's... saying I say that all the time too. Like that Eddie Murphy. Wow, Jesus. Well, now now you'll fix it, I guess. And the more you know. Thank you, Cody. Uh, this is from Evan. Recently on the show, questions regarding immigration have come up, uh, and you often argue over specific policies. We do indeed. I would just like to ask the more general question, why even have any immigration at all? Why should any country allow any immigrants? Ultimately, I'm an anarcho-capitalist, so if you were to make a freedom of movement argument, I would just ask, then why aren't you an anarchist? But if you do support a nation state, then why should a country have any immigration at all? Where the criteria for immigration which criteria would be qualifying or disqualifying? I'm actually with you. I don't think that any country is required or obligated to let in any people for any reason. Well, isn't he ANCAP though? He's saying he doesn't believe in a nation state. Uh, he would say, he says, uh, if, if you would make a freedom of movement argument, then why aren't you an anarchist? He says, but he says he is ANCAP. Do you support a nation state? No, I think that he's in in the affirmative position here. I think he's actually in the freedom of movement camp, but um, if he's ANCAP anyway. But anyway, he's asking the fundamental question. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, So my criteria would be, I guess the fundamental question that you have to think about is, are there people out there who could bring wealth and value and contribution to your country? And I think there are, but I want to be as specific and precise as possible in identifying those people. And I, so criteria off the top of my head, wealth, 
like a plan to create business here, create additional wealth here. So that means having a job lined up and or having some existing business that you would bring here to establish here. Uh, I'm not big on the like, if I had to articulate my philosophy, it would not be the often cited Statue of Liberty, which of course isn't legally binding, but the Statue of Liberty stuff about give us your tired, your weak, your huddled masses. I, f- I find the humanitarian argument a lot less compelling to me than the let's get the best talent and the most wealth in the world if it wants to operate here and contribute wealth to this country. I'd be in favor of that, provided that we're as sure as we can be that we're not damaging ourselves to any extent in the process. But yeah, I think... um I think that's the central question. Do you believe that there are people out there who can contribute value to this country safely or not? You know? Yeah. Although I'm not really sure how relevant that is if there isn't an effective process for vetting. Yeah. And admittedly, we're just, at least from my perspective, I feel like I'm just shooting from the hip on that. I don't know how effective that type of vetting is. I just would like to believe philosophically that we could be effective in doing that. And I just don't believe that we can't, you know, have our own people creating this kind of, of value in our own country. Like there's this concept that there's this, this magical immigrant that's going to improve our country. It's like, I'm not really seeing that from the vast majority of immigrants and we are a nation of well, but, the, but also that's not the status quo for our immigration policy. Yes. And that's you know. the real problem though. It's, yeah. it's a, how we, we would have to have a complete overhaul of immigration. It would have to be like pre 1965 where we're only taking Europeans. Nobody's going to do that anymore. Well, I mean, I think if we could at least roll it back to <laughs> like those bigoted Canadians with their merit based immigration policy or those bigoted Australians. Well, that's true. Else. If we had a staunch merit based policy, then it virtually would only yeah. be. Europe. I mean, we, we have to ax like diversity waiver nonsense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and all, all of these, but that doesn't it, seem possible. I don't really think that we're going to be able to, I don't think we have the stomach to do that. And so I just want a moratorium on immigration. Oh, God. Well, um, how, how do you, if we don't have the stomach to ax like the non merit based immigration policies, how do we have the stomach to just say no immigration? How's that going to get done politically? Well, it's easier. I don't think the political will is there for that, though. But the the problem with merit-based immigration, at least the left, is that they view it, they see who actually has the most merit, and they're like, there's a lack of diversity here. Yeah, yeah, because they care about that sort of thing. It's easier to be like, just no immigration. I mean, we've done well, this it's, before. It's so strange to me to, to have a policy like the diversity visa lottery that literally says, hey, there aren't enough people coming from these countries that have nothing to offer. Let's get some people from these countries that have nothing to offer. Why? Yeah, you're yeah. pulling in the underrepresented in a merit-based system. Why? What? Uh, um, anyway. And I did see somebody in the live chat that just said, uh, "What about aging populations?" And I wanted to address that. I mean, the way to deal with that is not to demographically replace the people from your nation. It's to stimulate birth rates, like Poland and Hungary are doing. Hmm. Like you just you can't just re- population replace. Um, proceed, sorry. Laurel says, "Happy birthday, blonde! Uh, you were birthday twins with oh. Laurel, apparently." You also share a birthday with Olivia Newton-John. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. What's she? Is, this, is she dead? Is she still alive? Yes, she's still alive. 
Okay. It's just, it's just like I measure celebrities, whether they're alive or not, by whether they're out there virtue signaling against Trump or not. And I haven't heard much from her. Good. So you just assume she's dead. Yeah, she must be dead. I haven't heard any stupid liberal crap from her mouth. She dead. <laughs> exactly. That's my that's my guess. I wanted to say that I no longer trust polls since they got the Trump election so wrong. I have learned um, that the best gauge of how the country thinks are the comments of on Philip DeFranco's show. Oh, maybe. I know Blonde doesn't like Philly D, but his audience is a good representation of moderates. Phil said uh, one of his shows that there should be an FBI investigation of Kavanaugh's uh, accusations. His audience was almost unanimous that there should be no FBI investigation because the accusations are baseless. Well, that that's a good metric that I'm surprised to hear, actually. This tells me that the, the real feeling of the American public on this uh, is that this is bollocks. In regard to one of your callers saying uh, this matters for the midterms, I completely agree. I think the way Kavanaugh is being treated is going to negatively affect the Dems in the midterms. We shall see. I, I you know, shooting from the hip speculation, that would be my guess too. Like I'm, I was going to vote regardless, but now I'm like really pissed off and yeah, passionate to yeah. vote. Because your average middle American looks at this and they're like, this guy really is like a church boy. He's a, he's a real choir boy. That means that this shit could happen to me. It could yeah. happen to my brother. It could happen to my dad. It could happen to my son. And I think that your average woman is not this this crazy feminist. Your average woman like loves the men in her life. Yeah. To be one of these believe all women harpies, you have to be so indoctrinated. We mentioned it on Sunday, but you have to be so indoctrinated yeah. that you are you live a fundamentally anti-man existence, yep. anti-male existence. Because believe all women is really kind of a euphemized expression of I, I hate to say it, but hate all men to some extent. That's yeah. like, like deny all men, hate all men, believe all women. Okay. Well, it's not that simple. I don't think it's a healthy perspective. Just like, I don't think it's a healthy perspective to say, believe no women. Although maybe you would say, maybe it's more defensible perspective. Believe none of them. Um, no, but, but I just don't it's think it's part of the broken gender relations. Women. Yeah. What? Oh, it's part of the broken gender relations. This believe all women nonsense is part of that part of that atmosphere that we were talking about earlier. I mean, if somebody comes to me in my personal life and tells me something, I'm going to default to believing them. But once they lie to me a few times, it's like, and I feel like that's where I am with women. I'm like, you guys have just, you guys, I act like I'm I'm not part of this group, but (laughs) we have just pushed it to, it's it's too far. It's gone too far. There needs to be a massive correction especially when accusations have been weaponized and it's yeah. not accusations for the accusation's sake for justice in your individual scenario. It is an accusation for a political end. It's, yeah. it's the weaponization of it, but I'm happy to hear it's an interesting like public opinion metric, the comment section on, on Philly D's. Uh, he Philly said that D's. he wanted an FBI investigation. What a pussy. <laughs> I don't have the song ready. Dang it. Um, I wonder if like I wonder if Phil did integrate polls into his video, maybe he does. I don't know. I don't really watch Phil, but if he did, I I wonder if the like the polling on a Philly D video would be a, a good public opinion measure. You might be right. I don't know. Maybe. Um, this is from Patrick. My question for tonight revolves around addiction. Frankly, gambling addiction. There's a story going on in BC where gambling addicts are blaming the government for not protecting them against their own addiction, even saying Mm. the government is profiteering off of mental illness. So my question is, in terms of addiction, when does it start becoming the responsibility of others and not oneself towards consequences for an addict's action? Mm. Um, Love to hear your opinions on this. Have a great night. Um, Well, I mean, 
with my drinking, which was a huge problem. I quit drinking many years ago. Um, I wanted to like blame college culture and like how it was around all the time and how it's everywhere. And, and, and at some point I had to be like, this is 100% my fault and my own problem. And I think that that has to be the case with all addictions. This is why I have a problem with AA because the first thing you have to do is admit that you're totally powerless. Um, but I think that the empowering thing is for addicts to be like, only I am personally responsible for dealing with this. Then you can actually cope with it. And then you can take control of the situation. When you're like, it's this person's fault or the government's fault or this association's fault, then it's totally out of your control. Yeah. And you don't I have mean, to take personal responsibility for your actions. I don't have a ton of knowledge about the pathology of gambling addictions, but in general, I think that our culture has gone way too far in terms of coddling this sort of thing and not promoting uh, responsibility for the self. Yeah. So, and, and in terms of gambling laws, like I think the idea of the government protecting you from how you want to spend your own money, even if it's pissing it away and gambling, right. I'm not in favor of that either, especially because it's so silly. Like around here, like you can gamble. I can go down to the gas station down the street, gamble all I want on video poker or whatever, but no table games. No table. It's I can't, arbitrary. Yeah, it's so stupid. Or sports betting. I can't bet on a sports right. game, but I can play the stupid video machine. Why? It's so dumb. Yep. So you're not really, most of the time, they're not really protecting people from their own um, gambling vices anyway. They're just like protecting entrenched interests from a business perspective. Yeah, hmm. definitely. Um, you want uh, to keep going? Yeah. Owen says, uh, and we're running tight on time, so we'll have to move along maybe a little quicker here. Sorry about that. But uh, hey, guys, I haven't uh, asked anything in a long time, but I've been pondering who the Democrats will run in 2020 after Kavanaugh hearing there are three clear candidates, Harris, Booker, and Hirono. No oh. chance on Hirono. No chance. She's too old. Yeah. 75. I was, yeah. I was, I was wondering uh, who you guys think will run against Trump and if they even have a solid candidate. I don't think they have a solid candidate. No. I think it's wide open. Uh, Booker, let me, uh, I don't, let, speculate and I'll look up the odds again for who's the front runner as far as Vegas betting goes. Uh, I think it's going to be Harris. And I'm going to love it. I'm going to love 2020. I think this is going to be so great. The, that's one of the fundamental problems in the party right now is they don't have a clear leader. So as far as the aggregation of Vegas, uh, Vegas betting, uh, Kamala Harris, number one, Elizabeth Warren, two, Bernie Sanders, three, <laughs> Joe Biden, four, Amy Klobuchar is number five. Who? Exactly. How many Americans do you think can even say who the hell Amy Klobuchar is? She's surpassed Kristen Gillibrand. Amy Seriously? Klobuchar. Yeah. Amy Klobuchar is the senator from Minnesota. That like forgettable female, dark hair. She's the one who got into a little bit of a tiff uh, with, um, with Kavanaugh at the hearing because she was asking about his drinking. And he's like, well, have you ever blacked out, Senator? You ever like to drink too much, Senator? And then he apologized for it later if you saw that part. He In my mind, her, her face is just a blur. She's pretty generic. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Gillibrand, Oprah's up to like number eight. Oprah has surpassed Cory Booker. Eric Holder and Michelle Obama are rounding out the top 10. We'll see about that. Woof. It's not looking good. Okay. Thank you, Owen. Um, this is from Evan. Recently on the show, questions regarding, wait. Oh, we probably copied this in twice because I think he sent it to both my inbox and the podcast inbox. Ah, so that okay. was the same immigration question. Bree Thank you, Evan. Scones says, I didn't, oh, whoops. Uh, I did not intend for my gun question to be so black-pilled. I promise when the Second Amendment was written, 
The people and the government had essentially equal arms and the danger posed by those arms was low. Today, our government's firepower continues to skyrocket while civilians' firepower remains relatively stable. The danger posed by the government's arms vastly outweighs those posed by civilian armaments and civilians have thus been banned from owning military-grade weapons for the most part. Now, suppose that the government advances further to the point of being able to remotely disable traditional firearms, which is a distinct possibility. Civilians would have to obtain alternative, more powerful weapons, such as energy weapons, which would only increase risk. I don't see any way of putting this genie back in the bottle, only a dangerous arms race between the people and our government with no good outcome. Since Matt, along with many others, or among many others, has expressed unwillingness to increase civilian firepower. Have you? What? I don't, I've never heard you take that position. Yeah, I... I... I you think would you have might an be mistaken Uzi. on that one. Ever, I actually do. I, I would be in favor of, of automatics uh, yeah, being too. fully legal. Um, and the government will never voluntarily disarm itself. What do you think can be done about this? If anything, sorry to Black Pill. Happy birthday, Blonde. Thank you. Um, I mean, we're going to have to get creative. Um, I'm interested. Uh, this is a small point in it, but uh, I'm what? how would the technology of remotely disabling guns even work? Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit unclear on that. It's, I mean, it doesn't even have like an electronic component or anything like that. Hmm. Um, but generally speaking, I do think that there should be a relatively equal relationship between the power of civilians and government. That's that's kind of a one of the um, philosophical bases for the Second Amendment. Yep. So, um, I don't know. I mean. I wish I had a good plan to roll back most, if not all, of federal firearms laws. It's, I mean, it seems like most of the Second Amendment stuff is played on defense rather than offense. And I don't think we have too few federal firearms relation, uh, regulations. I think we actually have way too many. So, mm, um, I mean, it seems like it's politically difficult just to play defense right now. I, I, to have a plan to actually equalize the power between government and civilians. Good luck. I don't have a good plan for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think that people, if they're very concerned about it and start to deeply distrust the government even more than they do, uh, it's going to have to be some kind of civilian invention that is being, you know, disseminated amongst the populace. Hmm. Like 4chan makes drones affixed with guns on them or something. <laughs> I want my 4chan drone for sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you, uh, Free Scones. Big LC says, uh, he, um, hey, last few weeks of uh, watching the Kavanaugh Me Too saga and seeing a good man shat on and destroyed by mere accusation with nothing beyond the accused word to back it up and practically zero legal recourse available to him uh, has to be the most infuriating thing I've seen this year to date. My question is, my question to you is, has all this made you change your views on libel laws? Why or why not? And if so, what changes would you make? It has not. Um, it has not, because the left me. would just weaponize that shit. Yeah. Uh, so to to kind of, uh, I'm not great uh, defamation legal mind, but to give a general understanding of what you have to prove in the context of a, of a public figure specifically, you need to demonstrate actual malice. You need to demonstrate yeah. knowing or reckless disregard for the truth. So if you actually wanted to go after Ford or... Um, or Swetnick or any of these people, not only would you have to demonstrate that the accusations are false, but that they were made, that, that Swetnick or Ford knew they were false and did it to damage Kavanaugh. And I think that's actually an appropriately high bar as much as I hate these people. But the trade-off is 
especially when we're talking about public figures in government, you got to be able to say pretty much all the shit you want because criticism, uh, scrutiny of our, of our public officials is so important. That is like, that is at the core of what ought to be protected by the first amendment. So as much as these people piss me off, I'm not in favor of, of lowering the bar for defamation standards. I agree. Um, Let's see, is this next one me? Did I just read that? My brain doesn't work anymore. Uh, uh, Sleuthing Sloth. Yeah. Uh, recently, I've been struggling to commit time between my job and my studies. I'm a big picture person and want to save money for a future with my boyfriend. Is this a chick? Huh. Presumably. What's the secret to healthy work and life balance? This mm. Sleuthing Sloth. P.S. This email brought to you by the letter four. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, God. I mean, I should take my own advice about this one, but uh, like not to have my phone when I'm trying to spend social time with my husband. Hmm. I should like try to separate it. I I actually have a really hard time with this. So I'm not the best person to answer. I'm a big routine guy. Not everybody is, but I'm like, I do this at this time every day. And I think it's important. I know it's, it, it is easy for me to say, and it's one thing I appreciate about the life that I have and what I've been able to build through, you know, doing this job and the people who are st- supporting it and all that is I'm able to set the hours that I work and then I set aside an hour and a half every day or whatever, maybe two. I'm going to do something. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to do something active. I'll go to the gym, whatever. There's got to be some sort of movement and not just sitting at the desk all day. So. Yeah. I know sometimes the way life demands and your travel schedule, your work schedule, your school schedule, you can't always get in activity or other healthy things. But for me, it's just like, it's, I just know what I'm going to do at every time <clears throat> at a certain time every day. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe for, if your schedule is really packed, maybe that means getting up early or doing things late at night. I know Boo. that sucks, but, but, um, but I have found pretty much all of my bad habits correctable when I make a routine of something, you know, it's like the first week of starting a new routine sucks and then your body adjusts and it's like, you feel weird if you don't do it later. So whether you're trying to quit a bad habit or start a new good habit, it's like stick to a schedule, get yourself used to the routine helps too. I do a daily, a weekly and a monthly schedule and I am religious about it. Yeah. And and that's really helped uh, balance my life. Yeah. Okay, let's so, do these super chats. Sure. I got a Thank you, Sleuthing Sloth. Uh, Joshua Snyder, my I Like Beer Kavanaugh shirt is in the mail. I can't wait. Love you guys. Best show on the internet. Mm. Yes, well, even thanks. my Lib Cali friends thinks Dems overplayed their hand with Kavanaugh. Wow, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, mm. Bob Jones, former Democratic aide arrested, suspected of leaking GOP senators' personal info. Jackson A. Costco, a former aide of mm. Sheila Jackson. Lee. Previously worked for other Dems as well. Is really. this the is this related to the doxing? Was it Orrin Hatch who yes. got doxxed? Is yeah. that what we're referencing? I, I wonder if that was it. Hmm. Um, Doug E says, "Were you two always conservative?" No, I no. used to be a leftist. <clears throat> I voted Obama twice, as most people know. I abstained. Um, I did not. I didn't, uh, the, my, my change in perspective, my red pilling moment to use the cliche was not until, uh, March of 2016 when it started to crystallize. And that yeah. was when they shut down that Trump, uh, rally in Chicago by force. And all my lefty friends were like, hooray, we stopped him from speaking. And I'm the only one like, 
Nah, free speech is cool though. Like, let's not do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I how mean, it happened. I used to call myself a libertarian, but then I was like, wow, libertarianism only works in a certain kind of society. Like, we can't. Function. It has to be among people who value liberty. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why the open um, borders thing doesn't work with the libertarian worldview. But ask half of libertarians, and they'll disagree with you. Yeah, tactful. Uh, hmm. A Kazit says, having lived in Hong Kong for many years, I can tell you the Chinese aren't lacking creativity, but greatly suppressed real estate tycoons in Seattle, Canada. Some are actual political refugees. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, we don't, I, I fail to see why that's a reason that we should be taking all of these people. Well, you gotta, they're not uh, all political uh, refugees. It's like the Dalai Lama's perspective too. I, I, implicit in the concept of a refugee is you get your refuge. And then when things are safe, you go back. Yeah. But that's not what we're observing anymore. Refugee doesn't mean, uh, temporary. It means like, nope, you're, you're shacking up and you're here to stay. Right. And I, I mean, the real estate market in Seattle is really profitable. It is a lot of people trying to escape the Chinese currency. Uh, that's true, but um, you can't. I mean, Shanghai and, and Hong Kong are—they're world-class cities. Like you, you can't tell me, you live there. I mean, you know, um, Spurg with a purpose. That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's have a Fashtober pumpkin carving contest just for the laughs. Post pictures sure. of your fashy pumpkins all across the web. Okay, hands and I like it. We were actually going to do our dogs. That's kind of gay. I was joking with my dad about this because if I were to ever run for office, if I was going to get Kavanaugh, one of the things they'd find on my Facebook is um, my freshman year of college, we carved obscene pumpkins for Halloween. Hilarious. Uh, they were involved, but more intricate than that. Uh, more detailed than that. I see. And, and, uh, and I, well, if you I can never ever, be on the Supreme Court. Now. If I were ever grilled by... <laughs> senators and they held up the picture why did you carve this i go because it was fucking funny <laughs> look at that and tell me it's not funny dude that's what's gonna happen to me it's gonna be pumpkin gate pumpkin gate yeah yeah travis bye for halloween you could be my leftist alt reality hmm. mm. okay Rich. yeah we we could be sjw versions of ourselves that might be kind but we kind of did that like i dressed up as um big red that one time for something that's right. Oh, it was April Fools. We did, the, and I was based, Steve, or I was Steve Shives. I, I was, yeah, I was Steve Shives. I remember. Yeah, so we've we've done that. Um, yeah. Shane Rich, wear burgers and say that burkas, burgers, um, yeah. and say that you're both transgender Muslim. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> okay. JM says yeah. universities buy those BS SJW papers from each other to fund their departments. Per Jordan Peterson, mm. really? Jeez, what a waste of money. AZ Archer, here's some coinage, Bitcoinage, to make up for the shows that I miss. Had a nice vacation in the mountains hunting elk, but I'm back out on the road now. Have a good night from cool. Texas, and as always, keep it classy. Thank you, dude. Well, thanks. Hope you made some delicious jerky. Um, John Dent says, I consider myself to be a moderate conservative, but I do challenge both of you to expand on four things that you love about the left. From mm. a Navy enlisted member, E6, who does worry about the future. Four dude, things I, I love about the left. I don't know left. if I can name one. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a challenge. Um, uh, if I had to <clears throat> listen, if I had to give them credit, I don't even know that I can give them credit for this anymore though, because I don't believe that their compassion or empathy comes from an honest place. There's a lot of artistic creativity <clears throat> on the left, but then they use true. it to subvert <clears throat> our culture so they can go fuck themselves. I was thinking political merit as opposed to just, uh, like general like merit overall but yes that's true there's a lot of like music and and artistry or or that sort of thing as far as their political worldview i, 
I can't even grant that they care about their fellow man more than conservatives, which would be the stereotype, because I don't think they do. I don't I don't buy them as altruistic at all. Neither do I. I, mean, I before, if you would have caught me a year ago, I would say the pro weed thing. But I quit weed, so I don't really care about that anymore. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good challenge. And um Maybe if I put some more thought to it, I'm not trying to dismiss it. I just, I have to be honest. And this is part of the <clears throat> the division in the country that's so troublesome is we are at a point where I look at a significant portion of the country and think, uh, you got nothing. Like we can't, we can't be on the same team at all. Uh, wow. I just, I'm racking my brain and I have got nothing. Like, I like how judgmental they are. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> sure. Sorry, John. Thank you for the challenge. Uh, this is from Liberative. I forgot my Halloween costume ideas. Mika and Joe with the twist. Blonde is Joe. Matt is Mika. Oh, this, <laughs> this cross-dressing shit. Yeah. Alternatively, dress as the cliff-diving lesbian. The cliff-diving lesbians. Um, yeah, we could drink uh, Benadryl. I could take Benadryl and Coors Light, too. I could take the cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Where are we going to get <clears throat> six black kids, though? Um, I'm losing my voice. Hold on. <laughs> Ah, beer me too, Brett. That's that's, what it that's was. the one. All right. No, no, thank you. Beer me too. Maybe Brett. we should that's... just get a bunch of black cabbage patch kids and kind of hang them off of us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> the cliff diving lesbians. Wow. Um, you know what I could do? This might be overdoing the bit, but I could certainly change the graphic overlay of our show and make it look more like a car. You know, we could make it look like we're in a car, kind of. This is. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is a bridge too far. The the black cabbage patch kids will be what gets us in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's every bit as bad as blackface. Probably, yeah. Especially considering they killed them all. Um Akazit says blonde roaming for Pres VP, repeal the nineteenth. Yeah, I mm. wonder if Roaming would get on board with that though, but she she loves liberty and other stuff. So probably not. I probably I don't, yeah, can. I think you'd have a tough sell. Yeah. I did see her on Fox. She did a great job. Um, yeah, it was on Shapiro's Sunday. It thing. was. He yeah. was filling in for um, that cheating cheater, Jesse Waters. Mm. Right? Was that it? No, he, that well, it? he has a permanent Sunday show now. He or does? Or not permanent, but it's called the Ben Shapiro election special. It's like weekly, I think, until the election. Oh, like I thought for some reason he was filling in for Jesse Waters. I don't no, know why. No, it's that. like an ongoing thing, although I don't think it's permanent. It's just like an election feature. Federal Reserve has committed treason, says Andrew Jackson was right about the banks. Kill the U.S. debt dollar and bring back the gold standard. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Nixon took us off the gold standard. I know that that's um, that you didn't. I Words. Words. Can you pick up a few of these? I can't talk. I, I don't have it open. So All right. I'll keep going. Uh, Dre East Coast. Matt B. Muhammad and Blonde B. Six-year-old Aisha. <laughs> yeah. That's spicy obvious eight says sargon shapiro crowder conservatives new sjw's um no i thought sargon was out of the game is he what do you mean he made a video about how he's quitting political content and stopping this week and stupid oh because he's he's all about his like real life irl politics now no no he's just I, he just said he's out of the game he like can't do really yeah I didn't even. But then catch I saw that. him make a video about Kavanaugh, so I don't know that that lasted. Let me know oh. the live chat. Am I am I full of shit? Because I watched that whole video, um, and I really like Crowder. <clears throat> uh, you all know how I feel about Ben Shapiro. 
Um, thank you for that. Emily West, I'm glad other people are as pissed off about this Kavanaugh thing as I am. Everyone around me, though agreeing with me, doesn't seem to think I should be mad. Ugh. We're, hmm. we're with you, Emily. Um, Ano Sentity, you guys, come on. Have things that I can say. <laughs> Take it down or not. If a lesbian rapes a woman and denies it, do we believe the accuser or the accused? Good, exactly. Mm -hmm. Holes in their worldview. If a gay rapes a gay, do we disbelieve both of them equally? <laughs> yeah, questions we need answered. Yep. Uh, Doug E, if Kavanaugh gets confirmed equals red wave, if Kavanaugh does not get confirmed equals red tsunami. Either way, the Dems lost his election. Agreement. I'm totally with you. You're, well, I don't know if I... I've... Sticks had the opposite take on that. That is to say, if Kavanaugh is not confirmed, everyone punishes the Republican Party. And I would be inclined to do that myself. Ooh, maybe. But maybe you're so pissed off that you punish the Dems. We'd have to see what happened. I, I don't know what I'd predict on that. Oh, great, good grief. Um, the Federal Reserve's committed treason. The big issue is the Supreme Court has too much power over our lives and a failure at defending our rights. I would also agree with that, too. This legislating from the bench. Uh, Michael Lazari, first super chat, super chat to you guys. Um, short, balding nerd here. Is there any hope for me, blonde? You know what? Don't answer that. Though at this point, it may be a good thing that I'm going to end up dying alone. No accusations, I hope. You know, Michael. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so you get a no. thinking black man. Like, no, you no, can't no, be accused if you die alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Um, that's true. No, I don't think so. For me. Even though I did end up marrying a six foot five total Chad, if you looked at my dating history, you'd be like, huh? Uh, because, like, I dated a guy that was five foot two for like a year because he was super funny. I think that hmm. when women are, are dating, they're like, am I, do I have a strange attraction to this person and are they funny or smart? Right? I, mean, I, I have, I don't, all I can say from my experience is I have had success when I, just go in confidently. Yeah. You know, no hesitation. No, uh, I don't know. Just, just make, make what you're after very clear and be assertive. And assertive, generally yeah. that's how it's, uh, that's how it's worked out for me. Unfortunately, it took me until I was like 29, 30 years old to figure that out, but better late than never. Oh, the love chat just said Sargon is just taking a step back, not leaving the game. He just wants to make content that interests him more. Mm. And he did have like, a flurry of hit pieces on him, like really bad ones. Yeah, I can understand how that would that would get. Uh, well, because he was dipping related. his toes more in politics, you know, as opposed to just YouTube. Um, Rodzilla five three three two, blonde, do a sexy Handmaid's Tale, please. Mm. I don't know, that's a little too sexy. I haven't also haven't watched that show. It seems disingenuous. A Chicago conservative, I'd spit my dip in your drink any day, blonde. Gross. Wow. Gross. Uh, Warren Harshaw. They should have asked Ford what song was playing in the bedroom during the incident. That would also stick out. In your yeah, memory. I heard. I heard a caller on. Uh, I was driving around doing errands today, and Rush's show was on the radio, and I heard a caller saying the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah, that that uh, you'd you'd remember details like that, you know. OCL Lazoya, I got a, I got salami for your mommy, J.K. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the show complex. Thank you. John McGee, since the show started, McConnell has set a procedural vote for Friday and a final vote for Saturday. FYI, also interned for Sheila Jackson Lee, arrested for doxing Republicans last week. It must be the interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I had not seen the the McConnell news. Yeah, well, I, I just loaded up Politico. McConnell sets key vote on Kavanaugh nomination for Friday. 
Uh, McConnell says the Senate will receive the FBI's report for the Supreme Court nominee and senators will view it Thursday tomorrow. Um, do you have these up? Nope. Um, okay. Will you get them up? Because we got a bunch more and Eric, we got to hustle up then. I know Eric Seagersall sticks and I once made love during a full moon. He really clanked my spoon. If you know what I mean, I do know what you mean and gross. (laughs) Um, uh, Kazit says media, we are making this a toxic atmosphere for women running for office. Also media. Was he known as a virgin? Yeah, really? <laughs> sure. Dangerous spaces. We must believe all women, except those 65 women who held a press conference supporting Kavanaugh. They don't count for some reason. Yeah, and Juanita Broderick, Paula Jones, Jennifer Flowers. John Martin says, Halloween, go real old school, back to the founding Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemming. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I was loading it up. Thomas Jefferson and whom? Sally Hemming. Well, he, oh, People sure, want yeah. one of us to do blackface. And it's uh, going to be. We, I don't think we can go that far. Uh, yeah, we can. Okay, where'd um, you leave off? I'm at J, JCKDDSN. Okay. Frank says, uh, by the way, for every. We're going to have to hustle through these. I appreciate everybody's oh, you missed, support. Wait, you missed that person, the previous one. Um, which one? JCK. Oh, we have to read his. Okay. Appreciate everybody's support for the show. Jeez, you guys, too yeah. kind. Um, but in the interest of time, we've got to move it along here. Uh, so J, Jack, JC, whatever. Uh, the Fed just raised rates, so the cost uh, to service the debt just went up. We will never get out of this hole based on current spending, unfortunately. Uh, ugh. I uh, greater minds than mine will have to solve these issues. Uh, Frank Underwood, by the way, for every dollar of GDP growth since 2008, the debt has grown $2. Now, don't get too blackpilled. Econ- uh, economy, states, and ideas rise and fall just because, uh, or just be ready for the fall then your uh, posterity will endure for sure. Always be prepared. Johnny hoax. Anyone who abandons something as, um, as I think baseline as is what he meant here. Something as baseline as objective reality cannot claim to be the party of science and reason. A hundred percent agree. Science assumes objective reality. Exactly. Fair point. Uh, gluer mustache Asian here. Great. Good to hear from you. I love that name. The Chinese influence, the Chinese influence of West coast real estate market uh, uh, of the West coast real estate market is about to be reduced because the Chinese government is cracking down on the money laundering by corrupt officials. Ah, all right. Black wing. O2 says, is there a statute of limitation on limitations on gifts? Should it just be, uh, uh, should we just send the statue back to the damn? Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Uh, Regle Fregel says, why do, you, why do you think Shapiro opposes legalizing machine guns? That seems to be where he draws the line. If you listen to his Sunday special with Cameron Caskey, I've not listened to that. So I would, um, I would, I'd like to hear what he has to say about that. I do have my own philosophical explanation for why I'm in favor of automatics being legal for civilians. Uh, on the interest of time, I can't explain it right now, but if people want to return to it on a future call and show, I'd be happy to explain my perspective, but I, I would like to listen to Ben. I'll have to check it out. Dangerous spaces. This is not a knock on Trump because I really love him. If you do, uh, or if you have no strong candidates to run against Donald Trump, your party might just be shit. Correct. I agree. Yeah. I think that they could go out there with a moderate candidate that's just like, uh, listen, um, you know, Trump has done some good things. We're not going to shit on him totally, but he's kind of a jackass on the world stage, and we'd like to see a little a return to a little more. Uh, I don't know, presidential. Uh, respectability and tone and prestige and all that. I think they'd have a you know better than a 50 50 shot but instead trump does something kind of kind of edgy like ripping on ford and they come out and they have to make them make it known that they're a much worse alternative by their reaction yeah yeah. cesar says it's a a fucking goddamn religion their altruism is based off dogma literature virtually indoctrinated sickening how thoughtless they are yes 
they do have a dogmatic devotion to things like multiculturalism. Nonpartisan media, damn it, Matt, you have to do the black cabbage patch kids or, and lesbian cliff diving. Do you want that hit piece from Jared Holt or not? Ooh, that's that's a spicy one, man. It's, it's, I think it's too spicy. I do like the, the black cabbage patch dolls. That's an excellent touch. That's the aggressive, edgy option. I think the classy option would be the Confederate monuments, although it's admittedly much uh, much less spicy. So tame. Think, yeah. Uh, Michael Birch, Matt and I made love and no one believed us. I believe you. <laughs> I believe men, Michael. Yeah. I think believe we're good. Believe all men. Do okay, we have me, any? Let me check uh... Streamlabs real quick and then we'll be good. Um, Streamlabs is all good. So let's get the hell out of here. Appreciate everybody's patience and of course supporting the show. My goodness. I did not, uh, I did not expect to have significant segment of super chat so appreciate everybody supporting the show um we'll talk more about all this stuff coming up on sunday so presumably by sunday we'll know a little bit more about this fbi report because senators are going to read it tomorrow no we won't so i will we'll either know what they're saying about it or maybe trump will let us have a read of it ourselves but i don't know uh my crystal ball says it doesn't say jack shit and i'm pretty confident in that prediction we'll find out sunday uh, in addition to that uh, that fruity soy boy kicking that lady over abortion, I think we'll talk about that one too. I'm excited. All right, see you guys then. Bye, guys. <laughs>